Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Welcome to another episode of We'll Talk About That Later, a podcast about football, mostly about opinions, sometimes about facts, depending on who you ask. Since you're here listening to us, subscribe to us on your favourite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, wherever. We are there. And follow us on social media as well. We're on Instagram and Twitter at WTATL official. And we're also on TikTok at WTATL.podcast. Now I'm about to tell you what episode we're on. 119. Jeez, that was quick. Yes, had to, uh, it was on my mind. Can we, can we stop playing that? No. I don't, I don't know, I'm sick of it already. Yeah, depending, depending on who you ask. I know he's at me, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything about you? I mean, I didn't. I don't make the rules in it. So okay. Well, we got someone with a big ego on the podcast. Mark, welcome back. Thank you. I was going to say this is the first time we've all all four of us have been in the same room, mm-hmm. got a microphone each. For like, what, for like two months. Two months is a stretch. A month and a half is also a stretch, but it's been. <laughs> like, I think it was about two podcasts ago. Yeah, it's, it's been yeah, it's, it's been a like short that. distance, but yeah. it's been quite sporadic recently. So it's good to it's good to be back in mm-hmm. the same room, my peoples. Yeah. I may have been here like my body, but my mind was somewhere else. So Crazy. Story, story of the life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Anyway, uh, Tanya, how are you? You were here via phone call I last was, time. yeah. I've been, I've been better. <laughs> She's out on day release. I've, um, uh, day release. Tanya, Tanya got <laughs> reprimanded for that, by the way. So um, there'll be no more calling in. Abdi obviously got reprimanded when he called in from a cave the other month. <laughs> And the, the, other month, <laughs> the other month was back in bl- bloody December, mate. <laughs> but sorry, Tans. No, no, I'm good. I've, I've indulged in a new sport. Basketball's now my new calling. So, but you know we don't talk about basketball. Yeah, exactly. I go to a different podcast. Well, we could, we could still. Who do you know, support? Boston Celtics. We've of had this course. conversation. Yeah, we haven't had it on mic though. Oh, big up Tatum. Woo. Okay, and now I know why bro. she supports <laughs> Buffer Celtics. No, she's oh, fancy is, Tatum. I can't lie, he is he, If you don't know Jason Tatum, he's just a—he looks like someone out of Love Island. 
Jason No, but he's actually really good though. Yeah, well, yeah, so. yeah, he's good. Yeah. Anyway, this is an basketball podcast. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't know if it gets you excited. Anyway, continue. All right, um, How are you, Abdi? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Yes, Abdi. <laughs> that was a, no, a nice, calm and composed yeah, answer. Yeah, usually we get like something sarcastic and, I don't know, backhanded comment. So what, no Abdi's well, tells today? <laughs> no, no. No, no tells. Although this guy nearly scared me half to death coming out of the train. <laughs> I'm pointing at Mark. Wow, what did he do? No, he just, he come up behind me and touched my shoulder. And I realised, <laughs> I just, I guess the reason I, I shouted so loud, I was like, whoa. <laughs> And I need to shit myself. And the reason for that is because I don't like people touching me. <laughs> I guess. Oh yeah, he did say that on the podcast. Do you remember you? that poor person who keeps touching him? Oh yeah, that homeless man who keeps touching him. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I said poor person. Yeah, sorry, I, that was a poor choice of words. But the homeless man who keeps touching did me. Did you get a bit shook, Abdi? Yeah, and, uh, and then I was about to swing for him. Man, and, actually, and when I saw him, I was, no, no, like, you know, you know, like you figuratively say, oh, he jumped when I touched him. Like he actually jumped in the air. Did he um, say whoa with a like, a like his normal voice? Did he squeal? <laughs> no, he turned around. He was yeah. like, all right, if, if that weren't you, I was going to bang you, you know? No, no, no. And then I saw it was Mark, and then I was going to bang him in the face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was Mark. I was like, oh, I should bang him in the face. Full <laughs> of it's a good opportunity, threats. yeah. Full I should have just swung without question, asking questions. I know, no. It's peace, peace and love here on the podcast. Um, before we, we get into the, the usual agenda, spotlight games, follow every Premier League game, let's talk about something that happened shortly after we recorded, um, I think it was Thursday, uh, it might have been Wednesday, whatever. We, d- we, didn't, we don't record on a Thursday, but yeah. Thanks for that information. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Real Madrid PSG? No. Oh, okay. Well, we talk- don't know, we'll have to wait. Yeah, to I was going to actually... Well, get to it then, innit, bro? <laughs> well, you keep interrupting me. I was talking about Chelsea being um, sanctioned and... Okay. Oh, look, now he's... <laughs> crazy. Oh, okay. We've got claps going on. Abdi's brightened <laughs> up now. No, no, no. Uh, no he, he was he, ready to shoot down whatever he said <laughs> until you heard the words Chelsea and sanctioned in no, the but same I sentence. thought we were going to get to it when we talk about Chelsea. Yeah, but why not... Why, have they, so, have so, they been liquidated yet? Just to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no. Uh, I haven't checked... The latest news, but <laughs> last time I saw it, no. But um, yeah, no, just because it seems like everything, every breaking news seems to happen after Tuesday. Always. Like we record and then something major happens. Yeah. And then we have to wait a whole week to talk about it. So everyone's probably like done out talking about it. But here we are. We, this is when we record. So um, the man are all going to have to get on the Eurostar going little, innit? <laughs> well, Havertz has already... Pay, pay, buy your tickets, innit? Havertz has already said like him and I, I suppose the other Chelsea players don't mind paying for themselves. Marks. Oh, how, how heroic of them. Isn't it? How much, how much hundred wow. thousand yeah, also, a week are you Also, it's mug, Muggins' behaviour, bruv. You, uh, when he signs a contract, yeah, he signs up for the fact that they're going to have to pay for his travel, yeah? He didn't have to pay it out of his own pocket. <laughs> but they, um, what's it called? The UK government sees that, like, block their credit cards as well. What, so, the players? No, 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 uh. the, the club. So they <laughs> couldn't even I'm... put, they couldn't even put petrol in the bus. Nice. <laughs> that's true. That's actually yeah, true. that's true. I'm not making that up. So, um, yeah. does the sanction affect the players' salaries? No. So, so how does that work then? Isn't it about because it's, it's it's all about the income of yeah. the club? Oh, okay. So yeah, they can't sell tickets. Sales. They can't sell merchandise. Um, oh, I, I think they can. They can have fans at games who have already, already bought, bought tickets, tickets yeah. before the sanctions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they yeah, can't have fans. Credits to Middlesbrough, by the way, for their statement off the back of Chelsea's statement today, which I thought was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Essentially asking Middlesbrough for quote unquote sporting integrity to (laughs) 
play that FA Cup quarterfinal behind closed oh, doors. Not no. a single fan. And the word integrity has not been anything associated with Chelsea for 19 years. These men have been tapping up people yeah. since 2004 and they want to talk about sporting integrity. Sporting well, where, integrity. Was the, where was the sporting integrity where you bought every young British player and then um, stockpiled them on your bench? Yeah, tell them why, again. why is like half of uh, Cobham out in Vitesse, bro? <laughs> <laughs> where's, the, where, where's the sporting integrity? And they um, I just want to read that statement from Middlesbrough just in return. It's a couple of paragraphs long. But make um, sure, like, when you get to the last sentence, just emphasize that, like, <laughs> put on your best reading voice. I don't know what, what we're talking about, the last the, sentence. The, um, let me read it, read it. But let, let, me, yeah. let me just get through it. It's nice and quick. Um, but I thought it was the perfect response from Middlesbrough. And now off the back of that, a couple of hours later, Chelsea have withdrawn, officially withdrawn that request to have the game played behind closed doors. So, right. so it did the job. Um, so here goes. It said, we are aware of Chelsea's request to have Saturday's FA Cup sixth round tie played behind closed doors and find their suggestion both bizarre and without any merit whatsoever. All concerned are well aware of the reasons Chelsea have been sanctioned and that this has nothing to do with Middlesbrough Football Club. To suggest as a result that Middlesbrough Football Club and our fans should be penalised is not only grossly unfair, but without any foundation. Given the reasons for these sanctions, for Chelsea to seek to invoke sporting quote-unquote integrity as the reason for the game being played behind closed doors is ironic in the extreme. Woo! Love that That's sentence the last sentence. Love, Love that, that sentence there. And then it just ends with, we currently await formal notification from the FA of the next steps, but rest assured, Middlesbrough Football Club will resist Chelsea's actions in the strongest terms. And that statement worked because Chelsea have, like no. I said a second ago, withdrawn that original request and it's just going to be Middlesbrough fans. I was think, it the owner that called them pathetic? Like called Chelsea Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, that was a what separate Middlesbrough article. should have done is they should have linked the article. When you click the article, it should say in capitals, you dickhead. <laughs> 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 Are we a bunch of mugs? I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, but to be so fair, like I, the only like, thing is, obviously, I'm enjoying this. Like I said last week, you know, I bathe in the blood of my haters. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> uh, blue tears is what I've been enjoying all week. And like, yeah. So, but like, I do, I do only feel bad for like people who, like the Chelsea fans who aren't complete scumbags, which are which which are few and far between. Yeah, you know, exactly. I was just like gonna say- someone like. Tommy, he's a decent person. Yeah. Ardian's a decent yeah, person. Ardian. I feel bad for them. Yeah, yeah. But like 98, the 98% of other Chelsea fans, rest in piss, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> rest in piss. I'm, enjoy, I'm right, enjoying so this. So Ardian and Tommy make up. Well, I guess so. I just, that's two in it. So yeah, 98 so they, they, other they people make 2% in it. Of <laughs> that's sample size. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they only have 100 fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They, yeah. Mate, it's only been going for 19 years, isn't it? So. <laughs> but it, it's I, 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 the sanctions part, we all understand it. But to be fair, do you think it's going to be like, obviously for now, it's, it's, it's tricky for Chelsea. It's a tricky situation now. But in the long term, I don't think they're going to stop them selling the club. Well, honestly, yeah. I, I, at first I thought like like everyone mm. was celebrating. I thought, oh, this I could will. be the end of Chelsea. But then at the, at the same time, I just back. had a feeling that was like, they're going to get through this somehow. And it might not be the Chelsea that we've been used to over the last how many other years, but... Some billionaire egotistical guys gonna buy them anyway. Someone, many people, people apparently parties. Jesus, one hundred fifty parties. But you gotta think that Chelsea are in what one one and a half billion pounds of debt, which Roman Abramovich is happy to write off um, and just say, "Look, whatever." 
that 1.5 billion in my eyes doesn't exist. Sorry, I'll, I'll take so on the brand. Imagine, imagine how rich do you have to be well, that someone that, owes you 1.8 billion and you're like, you know what? Just, that, that is, yeah. is not, quits. But what the point that I'm trying to get at is that any new kind of re- retrospective owners uh, and any ownership party or however many people form a consortium, they will have to manage that club in a different way to Roman Abramovich. I debt will have to be paid off uh, as part of the, the money that the clubs makes rather than a Roman Abramovich just soaking up all that debt and then kind of, in this case, just saying I'll take it on board. So I don't think Chelsea can operate how they have done in the past yeah, 10, 15 yeah. years. Even if they get someone in who's a billionaire, they're, they're not going to be prepared to write off debts how Abramovich was. So they're going to have to run in a completely different way, Chelsea, and it will be interesting to see the type of direction that they go in. They, I, I mean, Chelsea... Recent history suggests they'll always have money and they'll always buy yeah, players yeah. and they'll always win trophies. I don't think that will stop, but like I said, I, I think yeah. the excessive spending, 100 million on Lukaku mm-hmm. to sit on the bench, yeah. um, the thing is, obviously, so the next, so forth, is, it's going to have to stop. The next, the next, the next uh, owner will be a wealthy person as well. So I don't think that in in that regard, Chelsea won't be a club that are going to be like on, on, what do you call it? Um Freefall. No, well, no, I mean, like a guy who watched the money a little bit more. They're not going to be a club who are like, like a frugal person. Exactly, more frugal. But I mean, what they're going to have is, um, I remember I was watching Sunderland to Our Die when they got the new owners in the second season. They were like, this club's, um, was it, a business model has always been we send a bill to the wealthy owner in America, which is exactly what Chelsea have been doing for the last 20 years with um, Abramovich. Yeah, yeah. Just Send send a bill to him, and he, and like you said, this guy is so rich that he can write off one point five billion. Crazy. That's he's willing to Insane. do that. Um, obviously, like the thing is with 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 Abramovich, he is uh, the thing that mainly will change with Chelsea. Like you said, the business model will change, but it, the you're not going to find another owner with who's so desperate to win as much as he is, isn't it? Mm. We don't know how he got his money. Obviously, there's probably some bodies buried somewhere in Russia. Wow. Allegedly. 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 That's how we're starting. Allegedly. But, you know, you know, Chelsea have benefited from the fact that he really wants to win. You know, we've seen mm. it in the way he acts and yeah. the way he's willing to back a manager and, and sack anyone who doesn't win. So so we might, we might see someone come in and buy Chelsea who's more passive and just... Wait yeah, I think that culture of sacking managers will change. I'm going to put, I'm going to put, I'm going to put a bid in. There's a lot of questions, but one question, what did you say? I'm going to put a bid in. What, one pound a? It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, if, I, if by some miracle, uh, uh, my bid is successful, I'll work to liquidate the company. <laughs> Here, Arsenal, you can have a Reese James one pound. <laughs> one pound, you know. Lukaku, we pay Arsenal to take him. <laughs> um, what was I going to say is, um, with all of this, obviously like, few months ago, a Newcastle were bought by um, Saudi owners now and stuff. Do you think, and, and the Premier League have been relatively quiet um, around the sanctions and all this kind of stuff. Do you think that they're working on a plan to vet whoever comes to buy, like future people who come in to buy Premier yeah. League clubs? Because the stuff that happens to Chelsea, let's say potentially could happen to Newcastle. Where, like, yeah. I don't know if Saudi Arabia are, you know, I don't know what the political situation is over there. I know, they're, they're not too dissimilar to what they're doing but, with Russia doing. But, so. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, whether they're going to start a war soon or, or whatever. Well, yeah, they go, they're, they're it, the, well, I don't want to get too political, but the US are supplying well, the, Saudi go, Arabia yeah. to, you know, a war in Yemen. So it's happening. Um, so that's I think what I mean. That's like, a, would they, would they sanction yeah, Newcastle the same way? And that. then if they do, the question is then, like, should the Premier League then, 
have more thorough background checks, like vet whoever comes here to who is pumping yeah, money into the clubs because if that's going to happen, that's going to keep happening to I think loads I think of clubs and they can't, what? So they're going to sanction every Premier League club. But I, it's also, how many clubs actually have pure owners? Let's be honest. Exactly, yeah. To be fair, like, we, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United, all have American owners. Yeah. yeah. How many wars do America start? And they're not going to sanction them, innit? Exactly. And Saudi Arabia, like, they're... I don't know. I don't know what the political relationship is. I don't want to. I don't want to get too much I mean, into that. We, we, the, the difference between the American owners that we've got is that they they're not actually actively involved exactly. with the American. Yeah, and they're the also thing. not funding the the, the main but person. But Saudi, yeah. the the owner who who owns um, um, Newcastle, he's a he's a prince. So obviously yeah. he's going to be involved in that kind of stuff, isn't he? Well, he's going to have more links to mm-hmm. political stuff in it. So. Um, I do remember back in the day, we know in Man City when they first got money before the Arabs came in, they got a Thai owner who, who yeah, yeah. He, he hired uh, Sven. Yeah. And this is before. And then Man City thought they were going to, oh, this is the start of a new revolution. But this guy was the most corrupt guy ever. <laughs> yeah. And then they brought in um, policies for what they called fit and proper owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it depends. You know, it's difficult to know. You know, we don't know what political side because everyone knows they're on the political side of trying to make mm. this terrible for putin and russia yeah so anyone who has links to him sanctioned anyone who links to russia sanctioned you see the um the formula one guy um nikita mazepin he's uh he's he's the driver his dad is he's russian and he was the he funded Haas, the driving team Haas, and then he's been removed as well now so mm. everything really anything to do with russia is just going to be um a living hell really for anyone so but long long may this downfall of chelsea can, uh, I don't think it's going to be a downfall. As much as I would love it to be, I mean, I, it, I mean, it, it'll be fine. at least there's no Roman. That's the that's the mean. I mean, mm. you say there's not no downfall. I mean, there currently is because they can't afford to go to Lille. They can't afford to do certain things. Question: Can they? So come transfer window, they have to buy any players? No, they can't. No, they got. Oh, they can't renew any contracts. So you've got uh, Rudiger, Christensen, and SP. <gasps> what didn't they? Captain, I, I, I saw that Thiago Silva now. had a bring me Rudiger. You're dreaming. You're dreaming. Yeah, I, like. I I saw that Thiago Silva hadn't signed his new contract yet. I'm not too sure of the. Oh no, he got renewed before. Yeah, okay, I think he might so have got renewed. Any no, they can't even accept. They're just going to bring back. They can't accept money for sales. They can't accept money in the repayments. Like if if people have like structures into paying, oh, wow. they can't. But but all they they've can do got is like Conor Gallagher come back. They got Broca come back. Yeah, no, but they got like seventy four players coming back from loan. They can't yeah. sell them. So next season, for example, if this goes on to next hundred man squad, isn't it? Yeah, but like they can only register twenty three yeah, players yeah. to the Premier League. So they're like screwed, they're, they're gonna have sixty players just chilling. But you know, man, honestly, I don't have I don't have any faith in any of this stuff. Do you remember when we thought Man City were gonna get kicked out of the Champions League? Oh yeah, yeah. There's always gonna be yeah, uh, obviously this a is loophole. the, this there's is the difference. There's not there's not it's not you this is the government. Yeah, so it's <laughs> difficult. It's different. But, yeah. but I always feel like there's just gonna be a loophole for Chelsea yeah. to continue. Like if we if it was real, then. Why did, how do they travel to Norwich? <laughs> no, because they Proper. still have they're still allowed a twenty k. Um, it takes a minimum thirty k for an away trip. That's what yeah, they say. Yeah, that's right. what they say. Hotels well, you, and all that stuff. Yes, yeah, so what you uh, cool? You're involved in all of that stuff. Uh, I, hey, hey, hey! I read it online. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is like they're still allowed certain things. So like Mark was saying, they can still pay salaries. Um, they have this twenty k budget for each game. Um, so, and the players have already said that, you know, we'll pay for our own flights to Lille or wherever we have to go. So, they can still operate somewhat in between the sanctions. It's just, 
in, it might affect them in the long term. Yeah, mm. I feel it does. Mm. Like if this, can, like if they have to keep shelling out, like for example, um, some clubs like when they go on away at Champions League, they'll like to come home on the night. Yeah. So they'll fly home. Chelsea might not be able to do that. They might have to take a bus My back. My heart bleeds and for them. Fair enough, but it will have, imagine being on a bus, yeah, for like 12, 15 hours coming back. It's not the same as being on a flight for two and, hours. Oh, and well, uh, I think you can see all of us are nodding. Really yeah, I'm about. just like, yeah. No, I'm Everyone's not. like, yeah, bring, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Like, bring it on. But what, what I'm saying is like... But that's what I'm saying. That's that's the kind of effects that it will have on, on like... And yeah. we might start seeing that in the, in the next coming games. Because, like, obviously, it was announced on the day of or before when they went to Norwich. Mm. And so, like, I don't think it was going to affect them that much. They played Newcastle at home. So now, I've, now I think it's going to start affecting them. The, like the, little, the Middlesbrough not, game. How can they? How long can they not profit off anything? Until how May, hopefully forever. But is the money that they've got going to hold them till May? If they can't make any I money from but that's match they, days, merchandise, that's crazy. But that's yeah. what they were saying. That's why they. Um, I mean, they're not exactly struggling, now, are they? No, but like they're not counting pennies. But imagine like you, you're only there's no income coming in. Yeah, it's only expenditure. Bad. And it's a lot because, like, some of these players' wages are a lot, and you're paying them for match days and all this kind of and stuff. And staff. And, and staff. And then that's why they there was the threat of like administration, um, where they'd have to declare that they can't pay back loans and all that kind of stuff. So when can they get a points deduction? After right, no. ad, after administration is like after they go into administration, imagine, then imagine. they automatically get a nine point deduction, like point deduction, but. Before all of that happens, they still have Friday, which the government has allowed um, an extension for them to to sell the club. But that's like what three days, four you days. You really can't buy anything on their website. They've got a little notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Wait, let me screenshot this and make this my screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, we spent yeah. like twenty minutes on Chelsea. You move on. All right, all right. I was mad abrupt. Right. No, no, it's because I was looking at your face. He's like, he's, he was getting more and more frustrated. No, don't because you know about his temper. <laughs> what are you talking we all know about? about his temper, innit? Remember that day when he nearly smashed up the table? Abdi, you're king waffler. All right, let me. I've got a quick question for you. Yeah, it's not Abdi's questions this week. It's Mark's question. Oh yeah, he literally for uh, the podcast. Say it again, <laughs> literally before the podcast, he goes, "We can do both." <laughs> um, right, it's just a quick one. Um, so in our first leg against Inter Milan, uh, when we won um, away from home 2-0, Jurgen Klopp became only the eighth manager to win 50 Champions League games. Damn. Can you name the other seven? Five of them are pretty, yeah, you awesome should get them. Wenger. And the other two are, you should get them as Pep. well. Fergie, uh, Pep, awesome Mourinho. Wenger. And Wenger. That's four. Yeah. Ancelotti. Five. Ooh. Good uh, for you. And then the two, are the, the two I thought would take a little bit longer. Um, uh, Simeone? No, but think win winning fifty one fifty fifty games in the Champions League. You're just missing the two. So at Who, the moment, who's that? Who's that um, Is it Dan? That Bayern manager. No. Um, it's not. It's, oh, uh, wait, 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 so at the moment we've got Klopp, Ferguson, Ancelotti, Guardiola, Wenger, and Mourinho. Six. Heinkes. Think. Hansi Flick. No. Benitez. Benitez, yes. nice one, Tan. <laughs> he, he just pointed at himself. <laughs> no, no, no. Mark Moon, you tell people that. Mark So you're missing one. This is actually the trickiest one. So I'm not expecting you to get what, this. But what? when I say it, you'll probably uh, be country, like, oh. What country? What country? I like I've been in Champions League much. Allegri. He's got a van in his name. Oh, that's a good one. Allegri. Van Basten. No. 
Van Allegri, yeah? Van. No, 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 no. You said, I said Allegri <laughs> before you said the van thing. He's got a van in the middle of his name. Uh, van. Uh. Any van. Da, da. Van how? There you go. <laughs> you help me. <laughs> so they're the, they're, they are the eight managers in Champions League, the only eight managers in Champions League history wow. to have won 50 games in the competition, which is actually a, a, quite a less, like a, a smaller amount than I would have imagined, I mean, to Champions be honest. Champions League is hard, isn't but it? But it is so. exactly. I thought, right. I thought Klopp would have won because he's been to three finals, hasn't he? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but I you're, you're forgetting with, with Dortmund, uh, it was kind of not expected to win every Champions yeah. League game. And, and with Liverpool, I mean, he's. he's yeah, we've won them all this season, apart from the second leg. To be fair, um, but yeah, no, you got that. You got that quite quick. But yeah, it was just interesting that there's only eight. I'm sure there are a couple who are who are pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, Zidane maybe being one. Mm-hmm. To be fair, Tans. Um, yeah, Abdi, what's what's your question? It's not a quiz question. It was just that was a, was a question. That I thought we could talk about like something that I thought of. Go on, man. Okay. Why? Why are like? Why are? It's because he's looking at me so judgmental. Isn't it? So, <laughs> why? Why are like? I went to the Arsenal game at the weekend, yeah. Why are football... I just realised, yeah. Why are football fans so unreasonable when it comes to their club? So, like, just generally, like... Obviously, like I mentioned on podcast last week, I said, when you support a big six club, yeah? And I was, I was talking to you about it at the weekend. When you support a big six club, yeah? Or, like, a bigger team, anything other than a win is a disaster. And everything, like, if you lose a game, rather than just holding your hands up to the superior team... You have to f- talk about faults within your team. We lost because of this player. We lost because we defended like this. We lost because this. I, football fans, yeah, like, I was getting so frustrated where I was sitting in the Emirates, yeah. There was a guy who was sitting next to me, well, near me, and he was literally moaning from the first minute. And we were in control for most of the game. And I was just thinking, like, what does he want? Does he want, does he want us to have 100% possession, <laughs> score 16 goals, yeah? And then he goes, why aren't we pressing? If we press that much, yeah, every player will die, bro. It's like, it's, and it just, got, it just got me thinking, like, I watched, uh, Danny was talking about NBA earlier, like, when you, sometimes a team will lose 15 games a season, yeah? And then the Twitter, I spot the Warriors, they were on a horrible run, losing a lot, yeah? And the Twitter account was just talking about, oh, well, this player's got 25 points and there's no one on their neck. So if, for example, Arsenal lost 3-0 at the weekend, and Arsenal, uh, Arsenal, a Twitter account tweeted, oh, well, Lacazette completed 20 passes or something <laughs> like that. They'd get, like, um, abused, like, yeah. and they wouldn't dare tweet it. But it's just, like, football fans, I don't know, what is it about football that makes fans, like, so unreasonable when it comes to their team and mm. try and put things in more context? It's I don't the, know. I think it's the passion for me. I think you'll find it hard to find another sport in the world that gives that, gives fa- that fans have kind of that, a certain level of passion for where it starts to feel like, it feels personal almost. Yeah, I th- yeah, that makes sense. Too. And then I think, but you'll find that there's two sides to every coin. So you have the un- like unreasonable football mm-hmm. fan, but then you'll find the football fan who never finds a fault in his club. The club was unlucky, you know, like, oh, it it's just wasn't ref. our day, the ref. <laughs> but oh, that this is- guy's injured. So I think you'll find both. They're different levels of passion because one can't even find a fault in his club. The other mm-hmm. one just wants his club to win so much that everything else is yeah. like... I get that. But then I think the the, the unreasonable far outweighs the, um, the, the, it's the because super po- uber positive. But No, but like the uber positive, the delusional one. It's hard to argue with him because... Him or her because... After a while, you just be like, this person's delusional. But like, I, I, that but guy was annoying. Other- like, honestly, he was actually making m- m- my day. He was ruining my day <laughs> by being so... He was literally complaining about everything. Xhaka 
didn't pass it right away and pass it to someone because oh he's so shit no, no, sh- shouting yeah but what, what was the score line it was we were on to we winning one nil and he's moaning <laughs> oh like proper to the point where his head was about to blow off and then two nil up still moaning why are we pressing why are we pressing i was like mate it's the 89th minute <laughs> why are we pressing fresh air we were keeping the ball why are we pressing ourselves <laughs> maybe he just i don't know still has that anxiety that arsenal made no, i get it because there's i don't like, know for example no, but to be fair like the way we're playing right now yeah yeah, there's no reason to be... It's like, you'd have to be super, super hard-headed to not give the team credit. Yeah, because like, I, yeah, I, of course. I've, I've, I've sat next to some negative people as well. Like, for example, um, I can't remember who we were winning and then Arteta's bringing on Nketiah. He's like, oh, why are you bringing on Nketiah? Like, I'm like, bro, there's only two minutes left. Like, why, what? Nketiah's not going to let in three goals. Like, he's not even his job. Their, their, that person obviously has an agenda against Arteta. No, I know, but that's just an example. Like, like. No, but I, the, I get that. But then I feel like there's something about, like, Mark, you, you sort of answered it, Mark, but there's something about football as a. Yeah. People it's are. So heated about I get it, but I get, I get it's the passion. But, like, sometimes, like, context is important. Like, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean to draw you out, yeah. Is but when it comes important. to Tanya's Twitter, yeah, I think you're... I get Tottenham are rubbish at times, yeah. But you're so unreasonable <laughs> to the point where you, she's losing her mind. Are and then joking? every Me, week... unreasonable. Every week, Uh-oh. yeah, when it comes to the top four, you go, top four's done. I'm not, I'm not watching it again. I'm done with Tottenham. Back again is. next week. <laughs> no, but Tottenham is completely different because this is years of constant disappointment. That's mm-hmm. why I get so frustrated. But maybe you're right. Maybe but I then, yeah, okay, so like, fine. There's that. But then there's a, a person who's supported a club who's been successful for however long mm-hmm. and then their club is in a like two free like Man United fans no even Chelsea fans they no, were moaning a lot this season yeah Chelsea fans oh, complaining oh our squad's not good enough yeah. well at the start of the season but, our best squad in the league but I think it's what Mark was saying because football is so personal to it like mm. it's it's what I think it was one of Jamie Carragher or Gary Neville yesterday said that football is escapism so yeah. like whatever you've got going on in your own life you've got the weekend to look forward to we're not lose or draw it's you're not thinking about what's going mm. on in your life. You're thinking about what's going on with your club or football. And, and then so, like, people take it really personally. Like, losing and then someone makes fun of you. We've yeah. had that experience in the group chat where yeah, yeah, yeah. it just gets it really gets heated. Personal, so, know? people... Yeah. And then after a while, you cool down and you're like, okay, I overreacted or, you know. Do you know what? Football doesn't pay our bills. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was, my, that was my thought for the day. So, I have um, some stats. Just before we start, as soon as everyone is... So I thought I might as well jump in. So the first one you might already know, but these are some stats that you might not believe that are true, but they are. Okay, okay. Man United have never lost a Premier League game at Old Trafford when leading at half time. That's 301 games. Atletico Madrid um, kept 20 consecutive clean sheets against Hetafe between 2011 and 2021. Okay, no. So they never conceded a goal in ten years. Home and away. Home and away. That's, that no, is crazy. Then fans should stop going to the game. <laughs> that is insane. This one you might believe or you might have heard. Uh, Kingsley Coman has won a league title every every year of his career so far across three leagues. That's ten years. No way. Yeah. Oh my he played for PSG, he played for yeah. Juve, PSG, PSG oh, yeah. Bayern. Yeah. So guaranteed the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could collect the medal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one I I I couldn't believe it, but do you remember the player Hulk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hulk scored seventy-seven goals for Porto, seventy-seven goals for Zenit, seventy-seven goals for Shanghai. Wait, what? All seventy-seven? Huh? They're all seventy-seven goals. Yeah, yeah. At those three clubs, he scored seventy-seven oh, goals. Is he still oh. at Shanghai? No, he's Where in Brazil. 
He's in Athletic Caminero. How many goals scored from Athletic Caminero? Well, it's only been his one year. Oh, okay. And he's much. Oh, he's not going to get seventy. No, but he was. He was top scorer last season with thirty goals. Close that league off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hated that player. But Carlos, yeah, he probably after seventy seven. He's like, I'm done, bro. Contract <laughs> yeah. done, bro. Okay, Carlos Tevez is the only player to win a league and cup double twice in one season. In 2015, he won it with Juventus, and then, and he, then went he went to Boca Junior, Boca Juniors, and, and he collected four medals in one year, bro. Fernando Torres is the only player to score in seven club competitions in one season. For Chelsea in 2013. Seven? Seven. What's That's the seven? Bad. It would have been the Club World Cup, Super uh-huh. Cup, yep. uh, Community okay, Shield, Shield, and then the four. Yeah. Well, oh, the three four of them don't count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, according to Abdi. According Sorry, to haters. According to haters. Yeah. Yeah. Community yeah. Shield doesn't count. The other two, the other two definitely count. <laughs> it's because we beat him in the Community Shield. <laughs> but like, Community yeah. Shield is, right, is a registered friendly. It actually is a friendly. The other ones are competitive games. You have to win something to get there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Fair enough. Yeah, but you have to win some or qualify at least second place to get into Community mm-hmm. Shield anyway. Second so. place? You have to so win if, the if, Premier League or, if or the, FA Cup. If the league well, leaders if, win if the league leader yeah. winner, they go to second place. So why are you looking at me like that then? It's just because you said <laughs> you lie. have to. Did yeah. I lie? Yeah, or, you did. I said or. No, you didn't. Okay, so anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Our spotlight game, sorry Tanya, oh. United versus Spurs. Why is spotlight? Really? Also, it's a game of the, come on, it's a game of the week. Also, it's not just a spotlight on Man United versus Tottenham, it's a spotlight on how shameless Abdi is. Abdi is yeah, the most shameless human being shameless. on the planet. The man has, been, has spent Ronaldo. six All months <laughs> criticising Ronaldo. Saying that his goat is messy and that all of the Can't goats are one. fake and he's been cussing out Tanya for supporting Ronaldo. And then in the group chat on the Ronaldo, weekend, Ronaldo, I've always loved you, uh, Ronaldo. <laughs> Sue. Listen, everything I said there was factual, innit? <laughs> you will notice, yeah, I nev- at no point did I say Ronaldo. So is Ronaldo your goat? You said my goat. Wash your mouth. My goat. I didn't say goat. I said Sue. I did that. <laughs> well, obviously, like when he it comes to when it comes to Man United and Tottenham, yeah. Obviously, I'm going to choose uh, Man United to win because I hate Tottenham more than anything, and I feel like Tottenham are more dangerous to me because they've got Harry Kane. So Ronaldo, Man United, we've got four games in hand on them, so that's why I preferred Man United to win. But go on, tell us about the game. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll tell about it. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to say, really. I think, do you know what? If this wasn't such a crucial game in the top four race, I wouldn't have minded this game being the result that it was. Because actually, I don't think either team performed great. Like, I don't come out of that game thinking, oh, we should have won. I think we could have played better. But I don't actually think Man United were spectacular. I just think we, again, didn't turn up when we should have turned up. Harry Kane wasn't that great. I thought Son was having a poor game. Very poor. Slipped about. I don't know what he was wearing on his feet, but goodness gracious, I, I don't know. What he was, was the only him. one constantly slipping yeah. as well. Constantly. And I, I don't understand why Kulizewski got taken off. I thought he was our best player. I'm starting with the positives, if you can tell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think the first goal, that was just a Ronaldo wonder goal. Oh, I yeah, know people, there, I mean, there's nothing. There are nothing people you can were do saying Dyer could have done more to closing that, but I just think nah. it was a. He screamed at him from 25 yards. Screamer. You've got to think the, the flick from Fred caught yeah. everyone out yeah. other oh, than Ronaldo. Fred. There's not yeah. enough, you, There was no time to close him down because no the flick time. was so impromptu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, right, ball's at yeah. my feet. He knew straight away he was shooting. So stop that if you can. Completely well, that's agree. the thing though. You have to stop him shooting because he can do that. So. But then when they scored, I actually thought, okay, we could get something. Because I think at that point we were playing quite well. Mm. 
And I can't remember if we got the penalty in the first half. Yeah, yeah first yeah. half, yeah. First half, which I think we deserved. I think it was a penalty. Tellez, um, man. Tellez, I don't know what he was doing with his hand. But <laughs> makes me sick. He <laughs> must be top five dumbest players in the world, bro. I don't rate him, you know. You know, oh, him and him, him and Regulon were having a competition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Regulon definitely won that <laughs> one, I can tell you that. I'll get on to him in a minute. But um, good penalty from Kane, as always. I always, always trust him to take a penalty. Uh, the guy never misses. Mm. So at that point, I thought, okay, Spurs, let's keep Euros, going. Um, who scored the second goal first? Was it Man United? I think yeah, it Man was United, Man United. Yeah. And again, like it was literally right after the line. pen, innit? Yeah, literally yeah. right yeah. after. And that's what I've noticed with us all season. Like when we take the lead, it's like our heads drop, mm. and then we concede straight away. Well, there's that famous saying: the most dangerous time to concede a goal is just after you scored. Literally, and that and that's what we did, which was just so annoying, and it had to be Ronaldo again. And I sit, I literally said, as soon as he scored that second, I was like, he's gonna get a hat trick. He's going to get a hat-trick. And then we got our second goal, own goal, Harry Maguire. Is I was your third top scorer? Yeah. Own oh, my goals, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, why do people turn like idiots against him? Romero him? must feel like a proper oh, mug now. Oh, oh, honestly, God, the minute he yeah. did that, I was like, we're losing this game. When Ronaldo lost him for the, the header, I was delicious, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I... It's so oh, bad at set-pieces, I, I, I just so hate bad. when people... I hate when players, like, un, without reason... Go in another mm-hmm. player's face. Harry Maguire, yeah, to yeah, be fair, like no everyone's need. got a reason to do it because <laughs> he's just a it clown, isn't it? Though, it yeah, funny. but like Maguire, he's 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 such a mug for not going up to him and, and grabbing his crotch. Not really. His own one. We just take a tap. Why is that your first? Yeah, exactly. I told you, Abby is a kinky guy. I said, Abby is a kinky guy. Man said his own in front of Romero and say, yeah. Rest in piss, bro, or something like that. Suck on this, bro. Yeah. But Long honestly, move. guys, I, I really don't. I really don't want to dissect this game. Like, I'm just not bothered. No, what what I will say about this is the the third Ronaldo goal oh. impressed me more than the other two by far because. The yeah. first goal. Is that their first one they've scored from set piece? Second, because you had Maguire the other week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, out of 150 corners. It's crazy. Second set piece goal. And what, what was that? Their 29th game in the league <laughs> this crazy. season. Um, and you think they, of the aerial prowess they've got as well. It's crazy. But yeah, that third goal from Ronaldo, for me, is the one I respect the most because it yeah. was. You're talking about 37 year old, and whether you like it or not, one of the best players to play the, the game mm-hmm. ever. Um, Abdi. Oh, I didn't deny One that. of. One of. No, no, um, no, I know. I know. And for me, you expect that type of first goal from yeah. Ronaldo. We've seen it. We see it every year, year yeah. on year on year on year. Uh, and it might take him a couple to get his, his shooting boots on, but he found them against Spurs. And, and then yeah. the second goal, he does it all the time, isn't it? On a plate from Sancho. It was, it was the third goal Sancho for me that... Very good, yeah. you're, you're talking about a 37-year-old man who's seen it all, done it all, won it all, done everything you can do in football pretty much other than win the World Cup. Mm. He's done it all. And for me, just to see him... It's the it's the it's just the way he got up above everyone. The yeah. determination, yeah. the grit. His to movement, say, his to movement say, is elite. To isn't say it? this ball is mine, try and beat me for he this, but no one's beating me for this. And he was off this. balance as well. And mm. he was off balance. He had mm. Dyer kind of leaning into him. Yeah, he jumped um, all over Doherty. And for me, oh. that that's the goal out of the three for Ronaldo that I just sat back and said, you know what? Fair he, he's, he's an elite finisher. There's no doubt, doubt about yeah. it. And he's got that capability of winning games for. Did you know Ronaldo that on his own? Over the last, since 2011, no, I don't know. I'm not going to, but anyway, uh, across all the big um, leagues in Europe, um, Ronaldo has the most headed goals out of anyone. You're joking me. Yeah, 404 goals, 63 of them are headers. The next one down is 44 and that's Lewandowski. 
Damn, he's, he's incredible. And you have to think that the majority, I think it was 2009 was the stat. But anyway, um, the majority of the time, especially in Madrid, he was he started out as a as a winger, like a, a wide forward. So he wasn't even playing centrally to be able to get mm. those headed mm. goals. Well, think, think about that Ronaldo at United the first time around. Young Ronaldo, um, quick, pacey, skillful. Um, <laughs> um, you would never, you would have never back then, and we're talking, which is crazy to think, we're talking 15, 20 years ago, but you would have never have thought that at 37 years old, he'd come <laughs> back to the Prem. 800 goals. 800 goals and, and still be. At, you would never have so. thought that that left winger, the guy who played on the wing for United, came mm. over from Sporting looking super young. Yes, he's never doing that. You would never think that he would be arguably, well, it's not even arguable. He's, he's the best in the world at getting himself up for a header. Definitely yeah. as an attacker anyway. And that might not sound like much of a compliment, but at 37 years old, it to is. get that spring from your calves and your legs, yeah. to beat everyone in the air and get that much power on the ball is so impressive. Honestly, I mean, it, it's it, so impressive. It genuinely is He's good, but he's impressive. no Shane Long, though, is he? <laughs> no, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jamie Carragher was saying that, like, players, when they get to their, like, 30s and stuff, they lose their pace. But Jamie said, I've never had pace. When I realised that I had to stop playing was, I couldn't even jump. Mm, I couldn't even contest well, yeah. the header. It's not always about I, pace, It's because yeah. Ronaldo is the... Absolute elite level of athlete, uh, an athlete. Why are you giving him his flowers now? <laughs> at no point, listen, at no point, at no point man. did I say yeah. At Ooh. no point did I say yeah. Firstly, I'm much taller than you. So be <laughs> <laughs> at, no, at no point Ladies did I, at no point, no, be quiet, I'm six foot, <laughs> man, six foot five, you know, like, All right, at no point, at no point did I ever say Ronaldo is a go. I'm, I'm giving what he's, he, he, what he's good at. He's an elite athlete, just as a, even if he wasn't a footballer, He'd be perfect at um, physical condition. And I think what you said about, you know, looking back on what he was like when he was at Man United first time round, that he made a conscious decision when he went to Real Madrid. And I think Mourinho's got a part of that. Said, change your game, bruv. Don't be this, um, you, you can't be flipping, I don't know, some maximum level, like <laughs> a, a Zaha of your whole career, bro. And he said, he changed his game to be a, a, a poacher, a finisher. Like he, he, and then he became a goal machine. And I think what's kept him at the level is the fact that he's an incredible athlete. He's always going to score goals. I didn't deny that. I just think, what, what, I just think that with Man United right now, it may it worked at the weekend, but we've seen it all season. The balance has not been right because you've got one guy who's, who's not contributing at all outside of the box. But obviously this weekend, he's showed he's got ability to do but it. The thing is, it's like Man United have a load of individuals. So mm -hmm. like they have individuals who can win any game at any moment. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is what you just said. They're not a collective. They're they're no. just a bunch of individuals who are good at football. And to be honest, that game it was in an individual that won them that game. Let's be honest. I, d I don't think Man United were that good. They're not collectively they good enough as a team to accommodate for no. what Ronaldo doesn't give them. Which is mm -hmm. which is yeah. why like it's difficult when you when you're. That might work in like knockout games, yeah. but when you're playing a league where it's 38 games, it's not mm -hmm. sustainable. It's not sustainable. Yeah, you win mm. the odd game, and yeah, like. Players turn up in the big games, like Ronaldo, he scored two goals against Arsenal, he scored a hat-trick against um, Tottenham. And it, these things happen. Like, yeah. we've seen it time and time again. Last season, uh, they beat Man City. Season before, they drew Liverpool or whatever. Whatever the case may be, they always manage to turn up because they're good players. Mm -hmm. But it's, again, like, an, on a marathon, which the league is, they're going to stutter in it's certain It's lovely places. watching... Man United finally win a game when <laughs> there's no Bruno in it. So <laughs> yeah. no Bruno, no McTominay. Everything's I, um, good. Can I just say something as well on Spurs, right? And uh -huh. this is a criticism of Conte. And I've 
been wanting to say this for a while now. I'm finding him frustrating when it comes to substitutions. Mm-hmm. I feel like he could have changed it up a lot earlier. I don't know why he took off Kulusevski. I think Son should have come off and I would have bought on Bergvine. Mm. I hate to say it, but I would have. Or why doesn't he try something different? Why didn't he like put Lucas on the right and then put Kulusevski in a more um, creative Central. position, put more centrally? I don't know why mm. he doesn't do I that. I think with the Son and Kane, I think at the top end of the Premier League, let's be honest, in that Spurs team, there are two players that can score goals. Yeah, that's facts, yeah. And you're going to want to keep them on the pitch. Mm. That's why he keeps Kane and Son on the pitch. Whether Son's thinking but, up the gaff or not, He's got to stay on the pitch. But does he, though? I just think if he's not giving us the son that we all know, right, why should he stay on? I don't know. that that that, uh, For me, a stinky son is better than setting up with Kane, Kulisevsky, and then just throwing in Lucas or Bergwijn because son's kind of not up to his usual level. For me... Son's been poor for a while, though, hasn't he? I know, but he has, but if you look at his numbers for this season, they're still half decent. He's the second top scorer. But he's just not in the game. Like, he's not involved. I mean, that I can agree with, and you obviously watch Spurs Mm. more than me, but I just think the reason he keeps... Obviously, we're not going to have this conversation about Kane you'd never take him off oh, but yeah. the reason he keeps yeah. those two on the pitch Kane and Son is because they're the only two yeah. players in your team who can score yeah. a goal obviously Kulusevski's kind of come in and, and he's, he's definitely looking like he can provide assists constantly yeah. and grab the yeah. odd goal here and there but you've yeah, got he, to keep especially at Old Trafford you've got to keep the goal scorers on the pitch and, yeah, and he I looks suppose, like a baller yeah. as well Kulusevski he does yeah he was the he only does. I never realised I mean obviously I've known this now since he joined but I never realised he was 19 no, he's 21. Or 21. Like around that age yeah, bracket yeah, anyway, yeah, which yeah. is crazy. He never realised he's 19 because he's not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's not 19. <laughs> 19. What that actually was, was me. Te- so, Abdi, nice one. Tanya, you passed. Junior, you weren't quick enough. Brilliant. I was testing people. <laughs> we um, get that. We get that. Yeah, yeah. We uh, don't get that. <laughs> but as well, you <laughs> The only person knew there was a test as much. <laughs> You have to give credit to Fred in that game as well. He actually yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's out, he's he's on the ball, people. on the ball, the amount of times he was punching it through the lines was just so it was ridiculous. He not but, Ben Tancor. Yeah, he wasn't eating up the But, but I will say he was still on his mindless pressing nonsense. That's why Tottenham <laughs> were getting space in in, in, in between the first like Fred, like yeah, and Tottenham weren't taking advantage. Um I was gonna say, yeah, Conte, like it seems every single criticism of Tottenham is Bar Conte, yeah, like true. Conte is, and, I, yeah. and we've we, in your last fifteen games here, you've won seven and lost eight. Like that's ridiculous. I know it's, it's and it, bad. If it was Mourinho or Nuno, yeah, exactly. then they'd be scoring. So why do you think that is then? I don't, well, Conte needs his players. Well, was it? Was it? Um, I don't know. Was it Harry Kane who chose to bring Ben Tenko and Kulusevski? <laughs> it was Conte who chose it. Yeah, but no, he's only true. had he's only had January, and January is a notoriously difficult transfer. Yeah, order. it's true, but still, like he could have he can't yeah. complain about. And the thing is, with Conte, every time Tottenham lose. Yeah, he doesn't take he's any account, he's, he's, he's moaning about the about players. The players yeah. Who does that remind you of? The last manager yeah, who, yeah. Who, who did that all the time Holy blamed day. everyone else. So he's like... But he's right though, he's the players and they I, haven't been replaced. Well, I think a manager like Conte, you only see the, the real, like his real team in action when he gets a full pre-season. I don't yeah. think you can judge him and this Spurs team. Obviously you can judge the, what you've just said, eight losses and seven wins in the last 15 is atrocious, especially for a club like Spurs. But It's literally win-loss, win-loss, win-loss like that in a row. Yeah, and yeah. They, they haven't won two games in a row in the last 15. It's like, and when That's you consider some of, the, some of those seven wins have been incredible performances. Yeah. And it's like, know, how can your performance so... level from... Go from 100 to zero to 100 it's to zero. Perfect. Game on game. It's crazy. Perfect explanation, yeah, is beat Man City, lose to Burnley. Beat, uh, smash Leeds, then lose to Middlesbrough. Drew Liverpool. Uh, on Monday, they were flipping incredible. They scored five goals. And then 
again at the weekend they're losing again I know it's Man United it's mentality but like that, that I, one thing I don't get about Conte is he after the Man City game he said this is the best group of players I've I ever know, worked with I know. and then the next game against Burnley he's doing no, our podcasts I, about I think, <laughs> <laughs> doing ciphers on people man I, I thought I think he was talking personality wise though yeah. there's no way there's, there's I'm sorry to, but there's no yeah, way no, he was no, talking quality wise otherwise I mean that Chelsea team the Inter Milan team it's just a lot of no but he does there. need to be because I I would have liked to have seen a change in formation in certain games but I just think Conte's so set on playing this system because he probably is looking towards the summer and he's thinking I'm playing this mm. way because this is how I win games well, you've got to think he's, he's won the Prem he's won the Serie A he's won, he's won everything players. he's won he's won doing it this way yeah. five yeah. at the back three centre-backs your just middle centre-back steps forward Dyer steps yeah. into the midfield as and when two wing-backs who get high and wide it's, it's the same but he's, he's not long though he's not long one time, last though. thing right? Regulon yeah listen <laughs> Regular Don, Don, we called it so many episodes back. Listen, I'm telling you, that guy's average. Very he's average. average. The guy's aller- he's actually allergic to crossing the ball. Do you he, know how many times he lost the ball in that game? He reminds me of Moreno. Mo- I was Liverpool. about to say that he's Honestly, exactly Moreno, but worse, like, worse, worse, worse. And that that Mate, you're Ma- saying Madrid something. take him back, please. I, I, I Wait, he's on loan. You would have to pay Madrid. You would have to no, pay Madrid. I don't think that. that buyback clause is being activated. Oh, no, I think <laughs> they, need, they need to activate it. Mate. They were like, oh, sorry, we lied about that. Are just oh, Cessignon, regular Doherty, Royale. So, no, I think Emerson is. Cessignon, yeah. I think, is okay. And I think leave he's him out. Of again. It. You know that? I know Before he's injured. Weeks. Well, that's why regular Don's playing. <laughs> Sorry. But I just can't get anyway, please, regular. can we move on? Right, right, okay. let, me, no, let me just ask oh. you one question just before we move on. Oh, Mark, come on to. now. Why are you talking to me? Do you know why? No, because I want the <laughs> listeners to understand where you are right now in your, in your journey this season. What <laughs> is it? What is it now? For Spurs, what are you expecting to see for the rest of the season? Where do you think you'll finish? Uh, best case scenario and worst case scenario. Do you know what? This is going to sound really mad. I actually don't want European football. I yeah, want, probably be best for you. I want what Arsenal have had this season. I just don't want any Conference League. I don't want any Champions League. Well, we're definitely not getting that. Well, you want you want Champions League. I but, want Champions League, but anything else, I don't yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't care now. I just think. If I was Conte, I'd be experimenting maybe with players, give the likes of Bergwijn a chance because I don't know his future's uncertain, play some of the youngsters. I just think there's nothing to play for. Bergwijn really. hasn't really had much of a chance since no, bagging two against literally two last, last yeah, minute goals against that's Leicester. that's Tielemans' entry tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, yeah, I know. But he did play, but, and he's come on as a sub-amending. So where do, you, yeah. where do you think Tottenham are going to finish? Seventh or eighth. That's the seventh is conference league. Yeah. Seventh, seventh is conference league. <laughs> not, I know, but, I know. That's, but that's where we'll finish. But I, I never I, asked I, her where she wants them to finish. Yeah, yeah, where she yeah. I, I think, though, to be fair to the Europa League, I think the Europa League now compared to five years ago yeah, no, is held in better. a completely different esteem. Um, not uh, Abdi. Not, well, what is held in a high esteem, that's a high esteem that's by Abdi. Uh, I, I actually think the Europa League is a, a, a lot more respected mm. now than it was five years ago. But again, you don't want to be in there over the Champions right, if League. Liverpool, yeah, if Liverpool finish in the Europa League, you're going to be happy. That was Wait, a what are you on about? You, you said you respect the Europa League now. I said it's held in a higher esteem. But not by you, though. Really. Listen, don't start No, but what, you're, what you're doing is asking me a question that's just irrelevant. Okay, that's, right, let's this is a weird segue <laughs> into Liverpool right, versus if, 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 you, if you won the Europa League, would you be happy? Of course. What are you talking about? It's literally you winning the Europa League to me is exactly the same as finishing fourth. There's huh? no difference. Oh, don't be so. So, right, so, you're, so if you finish fourth this season, you're going to be sad, yeah? No, 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 I'll be happy. But Europa League, I don't care about. It's the only thing about the Europa League is getting into the Champions League for me. Uh, so, 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 would, would you, you rather, rather if you finish fourth or win the Europa League? Finish fourth. 
You're bugging out. You're going to take I, the trophy. I finished 12th European and win the Europa League over yeah. finishing I don't want to be yeah, watching football on a Thursday, man. A European I usually have plans on a Thursday, innit? That's true. <laughs> we know, we know. Trust me, yeah, we know. That would be massive for Arsenal to win a European trophy. You finished fourth how many years? Yeah, I'm, 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 I see when I'm we look, get there, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm not it. I'm not drawing you out, but you can't, you, are, oh, as, as a club. stank on his face, No, I'm saying, you can't. gum fingers at me as well. You, blood. How are you turning down? You can't just openly turn like a Europa League Obviously, I'm not turning it down, but I'm just saying. You did say well, it's the same. I don't care. It's, it's different. It's been in the Champions League. No, you different. take the European, Europa League. League is a secondary trophy. It's like being happy no, about no, just. No, no. I can't believe what you're saying. What do you mean? I'd say Europa League. Listen, is you're, you're, you're different. No, you're different because don't, as an adult, you've never seen your team win a trophy. Listen, so, yeah? listen. <laughs> keep Spurs out of it. I just cannot believe you're saying Europa yeah, keep League is Spurs a secondary trophy. It's yeah. a trophy. What do you mean? You is, it, is it is it a first first degree? Well, I don't know. What do you what? call it? Primary. <laughs> Primary. 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 First degree. Lock this whole thing off. I mean, Close it off now. Finish way. it. Hey, let's just mute his mic. <laughs> Finish it off. I would probably put it. Premier League number one, Champions League number two, then you're you're League taking three. a piss. The FA Cup is much better no, than the Europa League. No, I'd rather Europa League. No, I think it's okay. If they removed if they removed Champions League qualification, I guarantee none of you will care about the Europa League. Huh? No, that's if, a, if you didn't get, ca- you're just ma- you're just making stuff up to no, fit no, your. No one cared. No, 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 no. No one. You was gonna say no one cared, but my whole point originally was that. From now to five years ago, the competition is completely different. It's held in a different I esteem. I think the UEFA Cup was more prestigious. It's the same. It's not, well, now it's called the Europa League. You play group. If it was on straight knockout, then it'd be more fun. But then you have to play group games Is against, it? I don't know, Dark Side of the Moon. If, FC, it, if bro. in 10 years' time Arsenal win this Europa League, yeah, I'm going to see you. If in 10 years' time Arsenal win the Europa League, yeah, I would have you stopped supporting the club. <laughs> Wait, well, who, did you play Atletico in the semis recently? Yeah. No, no, a couple of years ago. Last year we played Villarreal. The year before that. So what are you saying? You, you um, was hoping to lose that game, yeah? No, no, no. Obviously, when you're there, you want to win, innit? I'm not going to ever hope we win and lose, lose a game, innit, bro? <laughs> You know what I'm saying, bro. So stop, stop being obtuse. Right. <laughs> yes, you know what? Actually, hold on. Where is it? Clapping, clapping. I can't lie. Let's end, end that one there. Man, man obtuse. called me obtuse. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. happy to move on. <laughs> can I just, move can on. I just say I've never felt more patronising? <laughs> <my life. laughs> No, I just called me obtuse. I actually respect it. Oh, okay, <laughs> now we, we spent a long time and, not, just, and we're on game I'm, two. I'm literally trying to move on. Mate. Right, give us a summary of Liverpool Brighton. Uh, yeah. Lewis Diaz. Okay, cool. Moving on. <laughs> nice. Flipping That's my two-word summary. That's my two-word summary. He's a flipping. Oh, what, what I will say, because I, I, I just realised we're 52 minutes in. Um, he's scary. He's an animal. Thank you for the adjectives. You're correct. <laughs> Objective. Uh, yeah. Listen, I was trying to get away with that fair one, enough, man. Enough, allow man. me. Um, I heard it, but I just let it go. <laughs> the There's nothing abject about that. him, bro. Um, <laughs> adjectives. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Abdi. Um... But yeah, super important win, particularly after the result last night. Uh, that's eight wins in the in the league for us on the trot now. Uh, that's five losses on the in the league for Brighton on the trot now. Yep. So very yeah. contrasting fortunes for the both teams. Last time they lost five in a row, they were in league, but 18 for the league. And one. guess who they've got next? Spurs. Crazy Spurs. Woo! On Wednesday. Gonna get their wins. Tans, you, can't, you can't. And, but the thing is, is that Brighton, they still played decent they football. Did. And they're not all of a sudden a bad team. No. They've just been quite unlucky. They just create um, so much. But they just can't score. They've got Noah. I, I, can I just say, I've joined, I have officially, actually shake my hand. Mm-hmm. Shake my hand. I can't do it with you, Tanya, because this is strictly at a moment like an Arsenal is this about well thing. Big? No, this is about more pay. I've joined. I'm a oh, hater. Yeah. I'm a big no, hater. He and he charged me. He was so trying to much. fight. He was trying yeah. to fight everyone. Yeah. He, I, I just thought. Bro. And there was a foul yeah. in the second half, and the referee 
called it a foul and he just comes out laughing. He, he was, knows what he did. He was I'm an official member. At one point, he was on the ground, yeah, swearing at Van Dyke, and Van Dyke is offering to help him up. Yeah. I'm like, Van Dyke, kick him in the face, man. Like, so I'm a, he I'm knows a, what he's doing. I'm man. a member. What I will say is that that was it was the perfect result. Two goals, clean sheet. We take the three points and we move on. But Not too much energy was exerted. I mean, yeah, there was a game to be played and we played the game. But you have to talk about the worst VAR decision. Well, I was I was just about to get to that. It's, it's, for me, it's just um, that is honestly that is not our place in the UFC. They, they didn't. I know they didn't even book him. <coughs> well, I was going to say they tried to take Crazy. ideas. They they managed to injure um, Salah. Salah, yeah. No, but I mean, like, I don't know if you guys watch UFC, but I've seen Jorge Masvidal. Do I love that, the UFC. Do that. To, 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 to ben, ben Askren in the first second. Yeah, that's what Sanchez did to Diaz, and he could have killed him, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I honestly bad. think, I truly think, and this goes to show Straight the state right. of affairs and PMGOL or whatever they call themselves, whatever acronym they use. Um, but oh, for me, I honestly think if Diaz got to that ball and missed, and we're talking the exact same scenario, but mm-hmm. the ball didn't end up in the back of the net, I honestly think they would have sent off Sanchez and, and a pen given a well, pen. Yeah. And it's like, it's so yeah, stupid. I, I don't understand. I can't comprehend. Do you, do you know what happened? Similar what thing happened m- when Van Dyke got injured last year, didn't he? Yeah. With because the ball was technically out it, was, mm. it didn't result in a goal but it was out of play and well, then it was still went. kind of in play as as the challenge was being made oh, but, but i think it was, a, it was an offside or something like that so they said it doesn't it they did they basically didn't count it as an action within the game but if you punch someone while the plays out with the balls out of play you're still going to get yeah, a red exactly. card so exactly. what's the difference it's like exactly i mean i just i was as baffled as the commentators were they were so baffled that the the mm. card had, and then they realized that they were actually holding there was no yellow no card. card that's yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. um but listen the I mean, we made sure that that wasn't a talking point, yeah. which is one of the things I love about this team is that we always find a way to get the job done. And quite often it's, it's you know, we've got to grind out and see the result out. And, and quite often it's different ways that we do it. So that's one thing that I love about this team is is the, the way we can win a multitude of games. No matter which direction the game's going in, we'll find a way to win it. Is, it, is, that, is that eight wins in a row now? In the league, eight wins in a row. You know what? I know we're going to talk about a tight race, but I, I've changed my mind. Again? I, I, no, listen. It's, so it's not Everton anymore? No. <laughs> it was never Everton, thank you. Uh, It'll be difficult from now on. I <laughs> think Liverpool are going to do it. I think, I think I, you're going to beat Man City when you play them, right? Obviously, we'll, Man City, we know they drew. I just, for me, Liverpool are there, in Tanya. very good stead right now. We're, 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 they don't, we're we not are. losing. We they are. very comfortable, confident. I just... Look, I they have to face Arsenal on Wednesday. I so. can't call it at all. What, I yeah, what, what I've got to say is that, what I will say is that the you look at the respective run-ins, ours is 1,000% without a shadow of a doubt, doubly as hard in terms yeah, yeah. of where we've got to go and so the teams we've got, got to again? play. We've got uh, we've got it's Arsenal nice. away. Uh, we've You'll got United. We've got Spurs. Um, we've got City, City and and City be. only have at this I point really us. Hard. I really don't. Um, and Wolves and, and Wolves away and West Ham away towards the end of the season. I mean, yeah, you probably you're not going to win all of them. I don't know, but well, I, I think to me we need. Look, we'll, we'll probably chat about this game next week, but we have to win tomorrow night. We have to, without a shadow of a doubt, yeah, win tomorrow night um, against Arsenal yeah. at the Emirates and. It's not going to be an easy game. This is probably the best form you've been in since yeah, we've started this there. podcast. Yeah, maybe, you yeah. and um, City, best um, informed team in the league. Yeah. One of. 
Well, not City. They've they've lost they're one lost. and drawn one in no, their last we're, five. We're, we're tied with Liverpool. And tied also with Liverpool. Liverpool won their last eight in a row. So. <laughs> um, Arsenal will be tricky. Ars- Arsenal tricky. will be tricky. Then I mean that's that for me is it's one hurdle at a time. There's there's no like yeah that's the way I'm looking forward. And, and Jamie Carragher said uh, I just mentioned something it. yesterday on Monday Night Football after the game is that I think we've got uh, so we got Arsenal then we've got whoever then we've got City uh, Arsenal then Watford then City then, got then Villa game. away yeah we've got an FA Cup game in the middle of that somewhere and then so you don't think after you're this game I think you'll win huh? all of those games no no not weekend. this weekend oh. who have we got at the weekend no no because FA Cup fixtures this weekend yeah, yeah that's what I was about to yeah, say yeah 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 so that's what I said oh, that's in why, the middle oh, of those forest, I said we've forest. got it we've got yeah, uh, yeah. FA Cup in the middle of those fixtures but after a four or five Premier League fixtures from now and that includes the game at the Etihad that's when I think you can start to determine where you think it's going to go. But for me, it's, I but know there's the only, only kind game. of... game, I see you maybe dropping points, though. I just no, think that's you the can't, only challenging but, game but what, you, but what about it's City? Not about, it's not about... Yeah, it's, City, the, the, that's what I'm saying, the City. But I think Arsenal you'll beat there. No, no, I'm talking what about... You look at oh, City's yeah, games on paper, game? yeah, yeah. and you, you kind of went down the list and said, right, expect yeah. them to beat I'm them, sorry, expect them to beat them, expect them to beat... I, I expect City to win, apart yeah. from the game with Liverpool, which I'm not going to call... I expect them to win every other game they play this season in the Damn league. It. <laughs> it's not about the difficulty of games, it's just the, the fact that it's crunch time now, isn't it? And Liverpool are still in every other competition that's still yeah. available. Listen, so when we true. were neck and neck, uh, 18, 19, mm-hmm. uh, they won their last yeah. 14, 14, 15 row, or 16. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. They're in the league. Every single one of them they won and we finished behind them by a point. So Neither City now can to afford to drop points. Exactly. exactly. Oh, exactly. I, but I do think, she's right, I do think it will be decided by in that in that yeah, I do. game idea. Yeah, if mm. Liverpool go there and win, then you go automatically. You are favourites now, innit? Yeah. If Man City and then they, they 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 there's the gap. That's a six point, obviously. And then then it looks like Man City are going to win it. It would but be it would be four because of the draw last night. If oh, they okay, did cool. win. but I'm taking into account that you know we're going to beat you tomorrow, innit? So, <laughs> <laughs> but you better beat them the way you're going on. All right, what's the next game? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why there was a sign. No, it, it, it will be a good game tomorrow. Though. I'm, I'm expecting, honestly, I don't Who's say this. I don't say Arsenal. I don't, I don't say this lightly, but I'm expecting one of our biggest tests this season. And I mean more so, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. And I never said it out loud, but I was quietly very confident when we drew you in the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Because you, you weren't necessarily playing very well. I was pretty confident, yeah. but my whole attitude is different now. You've got the, you've got the obviously you've got Laka there who you'd probably replace if you could in the summer, mm-hmm. but it's the three behind him and then that pivot of Xhaka and Partey and then everything just seems to be working well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's energy, your press, your pressing game has gone up a whole level. <laughs> yeah, uh, and this in this new kind of modern era of football, if you don't have that pressing game on lock, you get left behind. I'm just scared. You get of left behind. Luis Diaz running at yeah, Cedric. Do you guys really care about that game? Mm. Yes, we do. Of course, we you, do care. You look at him and you see. No, but I don't, listen. It's, it's a, obviously it's like a free shot. Like it is it's not a free shot. It's not a free shot. No, no. I think yeah. It's not I, a free shot. No, I, think, I, I think free shot is an easy way of getting exactly, out of. Yeah. No, 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 no game is a free shot. Because no, 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 no. if you if you finish outside of the top four by one point, are you going to look back and say, oh, no, well, no, those no. doesn't matter because four of those games were free shots. Yeah. So I mean, oh, we played no, Liverpool twice this season. No, 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 no. What I mean by free shot is like, what I'm saying is, the expectation is that we're not going to be Liverpool. Okay? Liverpool are clear favourites. Let's be honest. Yeah? I Liverpool are clear favourites. Yeah. You just said they'll beat the Arsenal easily. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I, I think, yeah... The expectation is not to beat Liverpool, but if we were to get a draw or thing, to me, that's like a free shot. Like, oh my days, we actually got three points that we weren't expecting. That's what I mean. So if we were to lose, it's expected that we're mm. going to lose. Free shot to me just sounds like... Um, I'm giving up. Having a Waterloo's or away at Anfield. It's like, we're, <laughs> no, we're Arsenal, you know, at the end of the day, we want to be a Champions League squad. Yeah, and 
let's not forget, we're good at home, man. And we gave Man City a game which it was in just that we didn't get a point. So I feel like we should go into the game, try and obviously we want, we should expect at least a result. We should expect that because we want to be we in the Champions League. That. But no, 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 we should. If, no, I'm as asking, players, I'm just asking. Yeah, we should expect I, I think, it. Because, I think at the bare minimum, sure. at the bare minimum, no, 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 forget talking about points and stuff. At a bare minimum, perform. you should expect your players to perform and stand tall to And try and win I the do, game. I, at I, the I bare do, minimum. But, but I do, but even so, I've seen it like, for example, you just brought up the Man City game. Obviously, we there was extenuating circumstances. We conceded a penalty and Gabriel got sent off. I just think that Liverpool are better than us. Yeah, no, that, well, that's it's, 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 yeah, 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 that's not an opinion. It, it's a yeah, fact. Well, I'm, no, but I'm, I say this as someone... That's true. Yeah. We, all, we all know it's a fact. That's why I'm saying, as a mark of your progress, the, the very least you want from that game as an Arsenal fan is to see oh, yeah, Arsenal stand toe to toe and not be afraid. Oh, absolutely. That's Play your football. I just think, press I just think us. Press us how you pressed, true. for example, um, Leicester. Leicester. Um, and, and actually come out toe to toe and really have it. Mm. Don't come out and sit back. Come out and, and play and, and kind of uh, work to your strengths. Everything that's been working for you over the past six weeks, yeah. as an Arsenal fan, I would expect to see that against Liverpool. No more hiding. Yeah, it's high yeah. for hiding's done. Exactly. Um, you're you're, you're I, talking about a club who's, uh, in my opinion, 90% sure to be playing Champions League football next season. So if yeah. you're scared of playing Liverpool, don't... What, well, why, don't be in the Champions League next season. No, but it's not about being scared to play Liverpool. I think... I think I agree with what you said. I want my, my team to go there, give a performance. But what I'm saying is, is like the expectation isn't there for a win. I, I completely agree with so, you. So, for example, like... If I think we, what you're if trying we, to say is if we lose, then it's not the end of the world. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah, that's what again, I'm saying. And I think the stakes are higher for us than they are for you because you've got a bit of a buffer. Which yeah, is why and I we need the point. Which is why I use the expression of free shot. It's not necessarily that I want to go there and just, you know, gung-ho on Liverpool. Like, if we get battered 6-0, it doesn't matter. I know, I want to see a good performance. But I'm saying if we get three points, if we get one point, I'll be over the moon because it's, it's three or one point that I wasn't expecting. At the beginning of the what game. What I'm saying, yeah, is when Cedric turned Diaz <laughs> into Amaron. I'm, I'm actually, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said this here instead oh. of in the chat because there's receipts now. So oh, there's receipts in the chat. So well. Brentford beat Burnley two 0 <laughs> My boy Tony, oh, he looks so hot now. With the he's haircut. he's been oh. on fire recently. He's he got hat trick last week. Five goals in the last two games. Can we just talk about Eric's? Oh, he's amazing season, yeah. but he's so he's so good. Also got called up for the Denmark team. He's amazing. He's he's he's, such a, he, he's got that quality, man. That delivery, like, is, is just he's got that in his locker. And Brentford, let's just say Brentford are very lucky to have him. Honestly, if they didn't have I, a Danish manager, he'd be nowhere near Brentford. When I think of um, Ericsson, I just <coughs> think of Pep, and he's like, "We cannot replace him. We still haven't replaced him. What a player, man." Pep. Yeah, when he you know Pep cried no, about Aguero. Aguero. Oh, yeah. 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 Crocodile tears, man. He's had a blank. Should have played him when you had him. <laughs> he's like, where's my hundred mil? Where's Grealish? Yeah, no, like I. These last two games, obviously they played Norwich and Burnley, which are yeah. relegation rivals, yeah. were yeah, massive. Because if they lose t- those two games, yeah. I think it's mm. curtains for Burnley. Uh, I this is those two wins are massive for them, like you just said. But like if if they had lost them, I thought it would have been curtains for them. But I now, now <laughs> Abdi, you what's going on here? Did I just say the same thing? Bro, you know, you, like, you know that thing. You know when Homer Simpson's playing the attack. That's yeah. what's going on in your head right <laughs> now. <laughs> you literally just repeated back the in, sentence. Shout back into the bush. Like him, yeah. <laughs> bro, back into, bro, bro, literally word for word, you uh, said what I said. Uh, uh, my bad. Sorry. Even the same what I meant, as me. What I meant, what I should have said was, now it looks like they've saved themselves. They've looked like they're yeah, actually... I, I, listen, they're, st- they're still 
nine. I think Brentford have, Brentford have played twenty nine. They've still got nine cup mm-hmm. finals to go. Yeah. No, um, safe. I, no, no, no. They're, no, no one. So they've only got from, eight games left. Eight games left from Brentford and below. No one's safe. Yeah. No one, including Brentford. No they one. They play way safe. more games than everyone else as well now down there. Like Burnley, no one's safe. We're talking about a Brentford team who, let's be honest, yeah, could lose any game against. they play against any team in this league. So yeah. oh, no, no, Brentford yeah. have to be very careful. They've, they've collected a couple of points mm-hmm. recently, which has been perfect for them, but they can't they can't rest now. But before the, before these last two games, I was like, I can't see where the next point would come from because they were yeah. playing so poorly. Were, I wasn't yeah, really a big fan of the way they were playing as well, like especially when they came to the Emirates and then went and I watched them against Man United and I watched how they capitulated and I know they got a great atmosphere at home which is sort of going to help them win points I feel like definitely next season we're going to see a very very difficult season for Brentford I can just definitely see it Leicester then Chelsea then West Ham then Watford then Spurs and then Man United that Watford game will be tough I hope they stay up I'd like so it's it's really impressive that they won these last two games because if they hadn't I think they'd be in real real trouble like Everton level of trouble. Should we just discuss the whole relegation? All yeah, might one, as well. So together, Everton yeah. lost to Wolves and Leeds last minute um, win against Norwich and Watford won, at, uh, won away at Southampton. Everton are a flipping disgrace. Uh, you know, like I had a bit of sympathy thinking, all right, cool. This is a big club that's going to go down. But I just looked at the amount, the business they've done over the last five, exactly. six years. Yeah. And the amount, the sheer amount of money, this this, this owner, Mashiri, since he came in 2016, the amount of money he's wasted is ridiculous. 50 million on Richarlison, 50 million on Sigurdsson. And who knows? Sigurdsson there, 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 was there, was one right window, now, there was a window where they needed a striker and I think they brought in three tens Rooney Sigurdsson yeah. uh, was it Davy Clarkson yeah Davy Clarkson oh, and, and where, what, where's the strategy? It won't be for forty. It won't be for forty million. Yeah. Flipping um, Tossin, was his, his name? Yeah. Tossin, Tossin, yeah. yeah. He was terrible. Bamin, who barely played a single game for them, now he's out on loan somewhere. Andrew, you guess he's gone. Hammers, yeah, oh, it's ridiculous. The, the money, Fabian Delph, Pickford, jo- Michael Keane, all of these, Mina, you know what? All of these rubbish I, I players. I want them to get relegated. I do. As a I lesson. No, 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 no. Because of what Godfrey did to Tomiyasu. That's that's. I'm shameless in that aspect. And because I hate Frank Lampard, the little cocky. Bugger after that game. And have you seen long. their have you seen their fixtures now? Yeah, yeah. That, I honestly think they're I think they're gone. It is absolutely hellish, bro. Like they they've, they've got finished. one good fixture yeah. or or two in their. Like, they're like, gonna have to pull out something, otherwise this, they are down. This is Everton from like the beginning of the Premier League. Like Everton were this kind of club who was always like just floating above relegation, and they've gone back to their roots. And hopefully, but this I'm season, they got spoiled I've with got noise. No sympathy. Like their defence yeah. is shambolic. Why have you not addressed? That? It's a championship defence, and I've been saying it from the first so minute. Bad. With a championship level manager, that's being kind. That's as well. true. Yeah. yeah, very kind. We got we got Mina. You got um, Michael. The guy Keen. got sent off. Uh, Kenny, uh, John Joe yeah, Kenny. Yeah. He's not even professional level for me. (laughs) Seamus Combs is so washed. He's so (laughs) past. Like he was playing back when Moyes was manager. Like he did the team for like five years when Moyes was manager. And then you've got flipping Michael Keane. What a waste of money. That's like throwing money at 30 million in the bin, bro. And they were playing Godfrey at right back. It's just, and that's why I want them to go down because it's a lesson for wasting your money. Because Everton spent lots of money. I'm pretty sure Leeds already had that lesson. If they do go down, I'm calling it, you're getting Calvert-Lewin. No, Arsenal. Because players hey, like we, him are I'm, not going to go. Can I just quickly talk about Arsenal and the expectations now? Yeah, um, Wait, no, if no, we no. get into quickly, if we get into the Champions League, yeah, 
players like Calvert Lewin, I feel like they're they're below us now. Yeah, I know because Calvert Lewin is not a good player. No, he's I, well, I, I think I think that's a valid statement, but I think you have to qualify for the Champions League. Yeah, that's at, first. Like, yeah, two yeah, or three times right. in a row I before you can so. start turning. I'm saying the, 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 the Holland deal is done already. <laughs> yeah, back cool. Yeah, yeah. What numbers he wearing? I was at his medical. Back to relegation. Back to relegation. So massive, massive game. Leeds versus Norwich. Oh, just quickly, Wolves. What a goal! What a quality cross by Ruben Neves. It's the same goal. We're just talking about that, that game. Everton, to be fair. Yeah. Ruben Neves, what a cross. And yeah. Connor, Connor him, Cody, man. I don't think he will enjoy a goal like oh, that. Oh, he at, loved it. At <laughs> any point in his career. Man at was any beating point. his chest. Beating yeah. his chest. Know, putting yeah. a nail in that he's coffin. A, he's like, I rarely <laughs> score. Is that it? I rarely <laughs> score. Now I'm scoring against Everton. Love uh, it. Uh, yeah, so massive game. Um, massive for Leeds. I think Norwich... I think There's no point talking about them. Norwich, there? they should be like Chelsea. Shouldn't be able to fulfill their fixtures, <laughs> <laughs> and they should what? definitely be banned for next season. Yeah, no, nah, no more, yeah. none, no more of this yo-yo. Are like. you know Lambert? Is it Lambert? What's his name? Uh, Dean Smith. Dean Smith. Yeah, you know Dean Smith's gonna bring him back. Yeah, That's a Lambert. Know, Lambert man, was a manager over ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but massive result for Leeds. Like, think about it. Yeah, how many chances? How many times did Rafinha hit the the woodwork? Twice. Oh, yes. And then, and then Norwich, Norwich going equalising in the 91st minute. Do you hear their fans cockily singing? Um, you're not singing anymore. Yeah, and, and then, then Rafinha runs Rafinha the goalkeeper. Can I just say some absolute scenes when that went in? Yeah. Limbs in Boy, it. limbs, mm, limbs yeah. at Ellen Road. I thought that was. Very, very composed from Rafinha as well to take yeah. it around the keeper and then square it. Realize the angle's off. Gilhart had just come on as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I tried to write Gilhart in on um, uh, autocorrect. It came out to like Helsinki. <laughs> 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 um, celebration police came out again and said that Leeds should Leeds celebrated too hard. Uh, and when I say that, I don't mean Tanya. Well, who said that? No, just celebration. <laughs> yeah, you are the celebration police. Isn't it? Yeah. Celebration police. Your colleagues. No, they came out and uh, pe- people who complain about obviously they're down the bottom fighting for their lives. Of yeah. course, they should celebrate. And it, 90, 95th no, minute. Exactly. It, it, regardless, if it's the first game of the season, you score in the last minute. Players should go mad, and yeah. I like to see that as well. We like to see that. Yeah, absolutely, that's football, bro. That's passion. If, if none of your players, it. if you're, is, it, is every single game going to be like celebrating like a preseason fixture? <laughs> like you want to see your players. People just want um, fans to be like golf. You like, no, or you yeah. just like clap. Um, and then Watford got three points that maybe they weren't expecting away from home at least their challengers might have um, not expected them to win um, at Southampton Cucho has scored four goals in three games even though one of them was an own goal (laughs) but let's talk about the bonehead move from Salisu and uh, Fraser did you see that? yeah he wasn't what they were trying to concede they were trying to concede in that point in it so what happened is yeah, they're playing out from the back so um, the ball's gone out to Salisu and he's tapped it lightly um, the goalkeeper goes to go for it and he stops and then Kucho Hernandez gets the ball runs the keeper and puts it in like just, literally it's just comedic just before Salisu misplaced it Bedarek was trying to give away yeah. a goal I like, he, was, <laughs> he, he tried to misplace the pass three or four times like he just the three of them <laughs> were just desperately trying for Watford to score what, yeah. what's going because Southampton there that's was, three on the such a run of four yeah. and then, but we're talking they were beating teams that they, yeah. you, on paper yeah, you wouldn't us. necessarily say they should beat and now they're losing to teams that on paper you say you should be beating them. so they lost to 4-0 to Aston Villa they lost to Newcastle maybe, maybe not the Villa one but you'd expect them to give Villa a stiffer test at, at the very at home, at home they should be beating Newcastle and Watford at home especially yeah, Watford 100% but I don't know I mean I don't know like Newcastle on, on a good run of form so I think we'll, we'll so give them that one Southampton. I do think yeah, yeah the thing with Southampton they rarely change their team 
it's straight four four two, and the only players they really change is sometimes they bring in their left back Perro and they move Carl Walker Peters out to right back. Mm. In this game, I've noticed that Livermento and Broho are both on the bench, and I think they both should be guaranteed starters because yeah. they're very good yeah. players. Well, Broho, to to be brutally honest, past like four or five games, he's actually been stinking it up. He's had a really good season, yeah. But rec- I think he, he also he deserved. He, like, he came on at half time. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. he kind of realized right. I've got to get my my shooter on. Don't but they have FA Cup as well. The yeah, they got Man City. Yeah, so I think. Oh God! I think they're, they're, they're <laughs> all right. Mark, Mark, Mark fist pumps there. Like, Come um, on. But yeah, I think they were saving players because they don't have a big squad. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. They, they, they played straight four four two, the same four players in midfield, and they're saving Armstrong, Warprowse, so. Romeo, Elianusi, and they always play like that. But I don't know. In this game, for no for some reason, they played that small bone kid. I don't know what, what's happened to Adam Armstrong. Is he just not being picked at all? I get Che Adams has mm. to start, but if if Burrow's not going to play, then you play Adam Armstrong. I don't get it. Anyway, anyway um, well, so we missed over Chelsea versus Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle and robbed. Yeah, man. Newcastle had a penalty. So robbed. And Cabot yeah, should have been sent off as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Honestly, I can't, but that penalty in particular. I don't, yeah, I, what, what, what is, is the justification? I don't yeah, get it. What is the justification? There, there isn't. It went to that. It went no, to VAR. They, same they, same they way with Liverpool Brighton. It all went to VAR. They all had a look. And I don't understand how, but it's bad enough come that to the, the referee missed it. It's like, not a pen. I know it's, it's bad enough that even the Chelsea players were like, "Oh, come on, you have to give that man." I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like you'd be less obvious, yeah, if Chalobah stopped and picked up the ball with his hand in the penalty box. <laughs> like that is the definite. Like, there's no justification. You can't say, "Oh, is it coming together?" He hacked at his foot and he pulled his shirt. Yeah, no, he had. He held his yeah, shirt no. for three, four seconds, non like. Didn't let go. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Didn't touch the ball. But having said that, that what a finish! What a fantastic yeah. goal. Jorginho's ball was amazing. Great ball, but great the finish. run, Habits makes some good runs. The touch, good. the touch is crazy, and the Very finish good. is just like so silky. So you can see his quality as well. Do they need to sign Stryker? Play Habits up there? Well, well, they get Brozier. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. They can't they just, they just anyone, signed yeah. a striker for 100 million. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, no, it I know, but they don't, they don't like him. No, but you can't just be signing a every summer until it works. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you're forgetting. That mentality, Look, I hate that that style of business in football. Lukaku's going to sign for the Lakers, though. You forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I just meant Havertz. Play Havertz up there, like solution. Yeah, oh, they've got coming back as well. Yeah, so. I know, so yeah. they can interchange the two. Well, they, they won't be able to sign anyone because Caverna can't score, and Lukaku. I don't know what his deal is, but Havertz and Broyo. Would make a or Brojo, whatever. Lukaku's just there for the vibes. They just put they just put a hundred mil for Lukaku. They ain't signing a striker in the summer, regardless of what the situation is. They they can't. So then it's the manager then. How much do they get back for him as well? Because I don't they see them making any any more than sixty five seventy I think m's. Ah, that's a lot. I think they will. Well, considering they signed him for a hundred million goals, yeah, or something like that. In I know, but it's ten million. You're not goal, signing the goals. You're signing he's a quality player. You're signing the player. It's just for me that his stint in the Premier League is done. But who's gonna who's gonna fork out that kind of money? For no him? one. But do you see Chelsea letting him go for 30, 40 million? They just bought him Sometimes for a hundred million. I reckon a team like Atleti will get him. Would you sell? Would you sell Pepe for twenty million? Take a fifteen million yes. hit. Twenty million is you gotta take it, hit. twenty million is fifteen million too much for him. So <laughs> bite your hand off for that, yeah. Fair he enough. came on at the weekend to ruin my mood, bro. <laughs> No, and what? Hold on. What happened to the whole like the guy who was near you if questioning he, the? If he scores a winner tomorrow, bruv, I'm getting a Pepe shirt, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it will be number okay. seventy-two for, his, for the amount of money he cost. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, quality finish from from Havertz. What uh, a goal from uh, Bruno midweek though? The back heel volley. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what a back flick in it, bruv. Yeah, he's yeah. just starting to get into his stride now. I think he's he started quite, the last yeah. three. 
Um, Apparently, he's very good against Chelsea as well. I didn't watch it though. Yeah, so he was. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I didn't really watch good. Um, Villa lost to West Ham. Uh, West Ham, I, you know, I have to give it to them. They're, they're not. In there. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not kind of. They're, they're they're they just in came it. off the back of three defeats, isn't it? So. But they're still in there. Like they, no, they're still in there, though. Yeah, but they but they're like Man United. Are they level? Are they level points to Man United? There's, they, listen. There's a long way to go this season. Have they? You you started your season with three defeats. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's there's, there's no, no, points to be. How many? How many? What nine games left? Not twenty seven points up yeah. for grabs. That's true. For and also team. they've got they've got um, more. They they played way more games than Arsenal and Tottenham yeah, as well. Yeah, like I said, I I've I've come to the conclusion in my own mind that that fourth spot is Arsenal's. But yeah. I don't think it's done yet. Yeah, Obviously it's definitely not done. Definitely not done. We've definitely got 12 games done. to go and I'm yeah, 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 exactly. pissing it. myself exactly. every game. Bro. six points that we have to yeah. make the most of. Like. Uh, but no, yeah, um, it was emotional for Yarmolenko, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You see it and... Yeah, it was a quality goal though. Lovely touch <laughs> no, outside no, of the boot finish. I, like. I, I honestly thought when he was younger, yeah, Young Ranko was like one of the hottest rated yeah. um, players, especially and he's a top scorer for his country as well. So, but w- since he's been at West Ham, he's been nothing short than a sham. I remember that cameo he came on against Man City. Sham. Shambles, shambles. Oh. <laughs> and the cameo against Man City last year where he literally was just in danger of affecting the result, you know, but how he badly did, he was. He did have that cameo against Chelsea where he scored the winner. Yeah, I mean, that was a couple years, a couple of seasons ago. But this goal, like, quality, like, he showed his quality. Um, I, I get why he doesn't start because the two wingers they have work much harder than him. But first touch, perfect, outside of the boot finish. So, yeah, it was quite a nice a nice moment as well. But Villa, they've been in a great run of results as well. So, apparently, if, if um, Villa had won um, this game, they would have won four... four Games in a row for the first time in like since Martin O'Neill was in charge. No way. Yeah, and that was like 2010 ish. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. it was three. I think they just won three in a row yeah. and kept three clean sheets. So that yeah. was the first time since Martin O'Neill was in charge yeah. that that happened. So yeah, four in a row would have been. Would have been amazing. Yeah. Arsenal you see, Callum Chambers is going. Arsenal at the weekend. That's an interesting. See, Chambers is going against Leeds. Yeah, what a finish! It's got that what a finish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the week before he did that pass to Coutinho uh, yeah. as well. So, but yeah, they do mark. They do. Oh, have. Uh, where is it? Villa Park. Oh, that would be a good See, this game. Is why this week has been game. hellish, man. Yeah. <laughs> that three points you picked up against Leicester was. Massive, I haven't even, even spoken about. No, no, it's I next, was, yeah, yeah, that was. Bro, there you go. That was massive, though. Perfect segue. Yeah, me so, yeah, so Arsenal beat Leicester. Me, me and Junior out of the game. Yeah, can I just quickly talk about Junior? Yeah, me. Oh. Junior, he sits next to a bunch of like all of these old boys geezers. He's a proper <laughs> geezer who goes around the football with all these Barry and Steve and all them mates. Yeah. Barry and Steve. <laughs> The guy next to me is called Steve. Steve, yeah, he was, he was, he was, the guy came down and he was, he was like, all right, Judy, how you doing, mate? All of these guys, yeah, <laughs> lads, yeah. All happen. these old lads who had been to Highbury back in um, back in the day. Oh, I used to go down there with my dad and all that, yeah. This guy was eating a pie oh, as he came down. I didn't know that Arsenal was in East London. I thought it was a North London thing. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, <laughs> and at the end of the game, you know, I came down to see Junior. I was in the upper I came down to see Junior. I was like, oh, we were pleased about you. No, 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 no. This is, what, from Steve, yeah? Can I give can I give context first? Yeah? So there's a really Barry. old guy. There's a really old guy since Mr. Junior. He came past you yeah, and then he goes, Oh, he's really excited about the result, yeah. And then he, he bumped Junior with his elbow just quickly and then he walked past to me for no reason, yeah. He rubbed both his hands on my on my cheeks. <laughs> You was loving it. I though. was like, don't touch me, man. You sound, you sound then, mad astonished. And then his nephew came, 
and give him a little kiss. No, 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 no. no. First, yeah, yeah, he, gave, yeah, he yeah. gave Junior a hug. Yeah, he gave Junior a hug as he's walking past, and then he walked past me. Yeah, and then for no reason, he gives me a hug. He never met me. Before. He never seen me before. I've only been to three games this season, and then he get, went to give me a hug and gave me a kiss on the cheek, and I was just like, I feel violent. I'm not coming down here now, again, Addy, bro. Addy blushed. Addy no, was no, like, yeah, secretly he was loving it. No, no, no. He no, was no. like, Junior, can I, I say? Why is he? I'm like, is this what happens down here? So when Arsenal scored, yeah, that's, they must be lipsing down there, isn't it? So, <laughs> And where I was sitting in the upper tier, none of that was going on. But two guys here, yeah, the first time I come down where Judy's sitting, man are rubbing me and kissing me. So what, do, what goes on when I score, bro? It must be a flipping orgy down there, bro. So it's like... See, this is what happens when you poke Abdi, yeah? Oh. When, he, when, he, when, he, when you say the truth for that, you got excited because man kissed him, yeah? I didn't choose... get excited, bro. What about what? He has to choose violence. Why are you getting defensive? He has to choose violence. Me and Junior walk out. Stop that, man. Turn it off. Me, me and Junior walk out the ground and I was moaning, I was like, why do you have to kiss me, bro? Like, you don't have to kiss me. Just hug me and just walk away, bro. <laughs> Addy's holding it. Nah. Nah, Addy did love it. He was like, oh, thank you. Bye. But just, just, on the, uh, uh, just on the game, yeah. <laughs> I know you slipped. You slipped in your number while Junior wasn't looking. You like you like mugs. You like mugs in it. That, that, you're so disgusting. You're so disgusting. Go on, go on. Talking about disgusting. Yeah, I'm only about this all the time. But the, the, uh, I imagine yeah, the hygiene level at the Emirates is probably not as bad as somewhere like I don't know Doncaster Rovers. Yeah, so. But just coming out of the, I just think it's so disgusting the way people are when they're in the toilet, going there with their beers, pissing, and then it's almost as if there's no sink. So walk straight out, have not washed your hands. <laughs> just like, I'm in there judging people. I'm like, I hope I'm not sitting next to you, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, on the game. Yeah, because I was saying there was a game. I'm genuinely, genuinely really enjoying us watching us play football. That that was one of the most enjoyable times I've had at Arsenal at the moment. Like, I'm really enjoying the, the, the vibrancy within the team, the, the amount of the maturity within like the way we controlled the game. Leicester were very poor, like just as a team, they just, they just look like a shambles. I get that he probably rested some players. It doesn't have his like if you look at who's he's, who he's missing. There's no, there's no um, Johnny Evans. There's no Fofana. There's no, indeed he was on the bench. Telemans, but that's more of a selection thing. Um, Vardy obviously is not there. Um, and then yeah, he he played a much different team, uh, which sort of like he's looking towards. I think the Europa Conference League game tomorrow. No, or, or tomorrow when you listen Thursday. to this. Yeah. So, um, but from our perspective, some top top performances. Firstly, Tierney. Tierney's been getting a bit of criticism recently. Because he hasn't been as effective as he has been, like for example, last season. But he was fantastic at the weekend. Really shut down. He was in the right side. Well, it was just all Brian in it, but still, like um, he played very well. Um, one of the best games I've seen Partey play. He has been fantastic, but he was so in control in that middle. Every time Madison got the ball, he got hounded by Xhaka and Partey. Um, he, the way he takes the ball off the back four and plays the ball through the lines, it was similar to Fred, although at a higher level and just a better human being. And then. The, the star of the show, the guy who literally got me off my feet the whole game was Odegaard. He was just incredible. Like the guy, he's just, and what you notice as well when you're at the game is you see how much he's like the director of the play. He literally runs the whole thing. He's telling people where to go. When Ramsey turned uh, taking a, a, a free kick, he's literally directing everyone to go to one side of the pitch. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gives him the armband next season because he seems like he's a bit yeah, of a he leader. He might be his country, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. But it might be mm. Tinny. It'll probably be Tinny as well. Like, yeah. as that comes off, he gives it to Tinny. But yeah, I'm still very, very shook about this this Champions League race, you know. Although, like, everyone's saying Arsenal, Arsenal were the favourites right now. And it will be a massive cock up if we don't get top, top four I now. I think that's the thing, though. But yeah, it's very, I'm very scared because, like I mentioned last week, 
We've got hellish fixtures as well, man. Like we've got to play all of the all of all of the other teams in the in the top four race. West Ham, we've got them away. We've got Tottenham away. We've got Man United at home. We've got Chelsea away. We've got Liverpool tomorrow, and then we've got um, teams like Southampton away, Palace away, Aston Newcastle Villa away, away, Newcastle away, Everton at home. But Everton at home and Brighton at home right now they look like easy fixtures, isn't it? They're so, the only two easy fixtures. Yeah, and there's one other team we're playing, but I can't remember because we've got twelve games left and I named eleven games. So I don't know who we've got. Yeah, but you've got Chelsea at the bridge, right? Yeah, we've got Chelsea at the bridge and West Ham. West Ham. Uh, uh, their stadium and we've got Tottenham away as well so these, West Ham this is hard this is very oh, hard fixtures Villa, as well obviously on Saturday yeah so like I, but then like I said I, I'm, I'm confident in the team because we're playing very well like the football has been fantastic mm. recently and there was passages of play in that game against Leicester which was just literally incredible to watch so I very very much have to give a lot of credit to Arteta the tactical switch, uh, switch we've had pretty much from the turn of the year where we're playing two eights ahead of Partey and Xhaka's playing higher up but I just look at the team and I think if we get to the Champions League, there's so many, there's certain players in the team we're so easily upgradable. Like if we get if we can get upgrade for Xhaka and get up, upgrade for Lacazette, the yeah, team looks so true. much. Yeah, but for me, it's not even it's not about getting rid of those players and upgrading. It's actually about keeping yeah. them and adding to that. Adding, yeah, your exactly. squad's your squad currently is way too thin yeah. to challenge on. I'm not saying you're going to challenge on all four fronts mm-hmm. next season, but everyone starts the if you're in Europe, you start the season on, in four competitions yeah. and. I mean, look at your squad now. It's fine because all you've got is the prem. That's a game a week. Game yeah. a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, it's about adding to what you've already got in this summer transfer window. Because yeah. if you let players go, let three players go, for example, and sign pre- three players, numbers-wise, you're you're still looking a bit mm-hmm. shaky. To be honest, I think Lacazette signs a new contract. Yeah, I, I don't mind him. I, I think Enketia goes. I think we'll because the rumor is uh, that we're gonna go for. Um, three key positions, which is centre mid, striker, and a backup right back, and we're gonna apparently sign two strikers. So, but one's the main one, and one's uh, like. So, who are the strikers in mind? Like, I've heard. Uh, to be, I want a prolific striker. You know? I want a guy who can get goals. But the ones we've been linked with, yeah, the one, the ones we've been linked with, aren't necessarily like big goal sc- goal scorers obviously like if, if if for example like the rumor is Joao Felix I don't really think we're yeah, going to get him but, but if he comes available I'm not going to say no because he doesn't score that many yeah. goals well, considering he costs he costs a hundred and yeah. something mil I just that's uh, for me that would be off, I don't that's think that's happening off. at all but, but apparently you, Aleko don't have much money what you've got to remember though is that actually previous goal scoring form is a nod and you can kind of understand how a player will do with that but actually it's the the scenery you bring a player in mm-hmm. and actually set up a certain structure that allows them to get more chances yeah. Yeah. i.e. more goals no one would have thought Mo Salah would come into Liverpool yeah, and score 30 or 40 a season mm-hmm. because he wasn't doing out of Roma if you can get the right player in the right profile mm-hmm. and just structure everything around him so he's getting charged you're creating a lot of chances at the moment yeah, yeah. and true. you've got a striker who's not putting the ball in the back of the net he's still playing well regardless mm-hmm. Lacazette recently in the past yeah, 3 to 4 9 weeks. assists in 11 games um, but I think if you can if you can get a striker who knows how to put the ball in the back of the net and I'm not saying a striker who averages 10-15 goals a season you want someone who already averages 25 yeah. that's hard to in, get like 20 in the league yeah. like eight, 16 to 20 in the league another 10 in Europe um, I think they'd have to risk someone like a Tony I think I just think that kind of yeah Mm. I I just think that kind of play is going to be very hard to get but I think getting Champions League that will help massively that's my mentality I'm thinking like it opens up when you get Champions League yeah I'm thinking obviously I'm I'm, there there are players who might like there might be uh, teams that I'm bigger teams or better teams where they they might be interested in the top players but when you get Champions League now I don't want us to be settling for players anymore I don't want to say I will take him 
I want us to go out there and get the best, you know, like before I heard about Man City (laughs) supposedly agreeing to deal for Haaland, I was thinking, why not? Like, but obviously it's unrealistic, I think. If you get Champions League and then people now are looking at the team, people are looking at the team and thinking, Arsenal are playing very well. Mm. There's lots of young players, especially if you're a young player. The one I really wanted was Vlahovic. If we could could have got Vlahovic, I'd have been so good. I do think though, I think... I kind of mentioned it earlier. I think one qualification for the Champions League isn't enough for the type of profile of players you're talking about. Haaland, Felix, because uh, who's to say there's a guarantee you'll be in it the following season? And also... I think these types of players that are naming Harland, Felix. Um, oh, I, I, I'm they, being they, realistic. We're not going to get hard. No, no, <laughs> but I, I mean, even players of a certain caliber, it's not just about being in the Champions League. It's actually about being competitive in the Champions League. So you're, you've got a lot to prove next season in the Champions League. I to, think to though, kind like, of like you need to. First of all, it'd be a complete failure if you don't make it out of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, depending on who you get in the last sixteen, if you don't show up again, <laughs> bit of a failure. Players will be watching that. I don't know if you'll sign a certain calibre of player this summer, in my opinion, until you've proved that you can be competitive on every front. I don't see that type of calibre. I do think you'll sign some very good players, though. Do you know what I, f- I want? I want the, the the smart business that Liverpool do. Like, yeah. for example, when, when they went and signed Mane, who would have thought Mane was going to turn into the player that Mane yeah, turned into? You need that. That kind of player, like, you know, like, he's there at Southampton. You think, oh, yeah, he's a decent player. But you have to, you have to trust your... You, as a, of course, in terms yeah, yeah. Of, As a supporter, you have to have a lot of trust because it, someone like Robertson, for example, bought him from a relegated whole city. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In fact, barely even bought him. They paid us $8 no, million for crazy. Kevin Stewart or whatever yeah. my man's name is. And, and then we got Robbo for $7.5 million. We made profit on that. But deal. that's the point. Like, I, I get that. But with the track record that Arteta's had this season yeah, yeah. He's in got signing equity, players yeah. like Ramsdale, Tomiyasu, Ben White, Tomiyasu, Odegaard, they've yeah. all been successes. Yeah, like, and they came straight into the team. So I, I agree. think like I, people will look at that and go, you know what? He's been good. So like, we have to trust him. I completely, I, I do, I, I do, I do see where you're coming from. But like I said, I think this first season in the Champions League, you have to prove that you can mix it with the big boys again and be competitive. I, I do think though, Arteta, people are looking at it from the outside and seeing how the, it's very much a project because of how many young players we do have. And you see how well they're playing as well. And I'll start, we're still sort of starting to implement a style of play. So I think people will look at that and think, and the one thing as well, like Newcastle, like we remember you were complaining, well not complaining, but you saying Newcastle, who can they attract? Yeah. The reason they can get a Bruno is because other top, well, other European leagues, they're looking at here thinking, this is where you can get the money in it. Mm. And teams outside of the Premier League aren't making that much money. Like New- Atletico, they could let go of... Um, let's not forget, yeah, they only bought Joao Felix after they had sold, uh, got the money for Gre- um, Griezmann. So Joao Felix, he is not. He doesn't have the, 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 the big profile he had when he got to Atletico now. Obviously, things haven't been amazing. He hasn't been like a massive success like all the other strikers they've had. But it's the fact that now Atletico probably don't have that much money post-Covid. Mm, so, yeah, but do money I, anyway. I you guys always spend big Premier League. Do have, well, Premier League, spent no, 200 listen, million. Premier summer, League, I know, I know, I know. But Premier League has P, but you are not going to sign one player. You're going to sign five, like five players, and you're going to you're going to have maybe a 150 million pound kitty yeah. to spend on. You're not going to spend that on one. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think. Um, the, um, the, the point I'm making is that the price for Joao Felix isn't going to be that high. I think. I think Atletico are going to be... They're not, I've heard they're rumors that they a, might be thinking about 67 email for him. Also, nope, that, I, who are you hearing that from? Well, my boy. <laughs> Your boy, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Atletico are willing, Atletico no, are willing to make hey, a £70 million pound loss on a player who hasn't I'm even saying, touched his prime. All I'm saying is his name, it, my boy's name is John Felix. 
And also, Atletico don't like us. So, yeah, we took party off them like last minute. Yeah. So. Um, but whatever in it, well, uh, whoever, whoever, yeah. I, I, at the moment, Arteta's got he's got equity in the bank because he yeah. signed. No, of course. Well. I just think so for I'm me, cool. for Arsenal this summer, it's about strengthening the squad in numbers. Um, but but still getting quality through the door. I'm talking yeah, quality, quality players who can want step it. into the first eleven. But it for me, it just has to be, especially if you're going to let certain players go. For example, maybe Cedric, um, Rob Holding. You're going to again brings down the numbers of your squad. Yeah, couple of players get injured. So for me, it's more so about. Obviously, quality, but numbers through the door for Arsenal mm-hmm. this summer. I can't lie; like I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think, I think he has to make two marquee signings. I think the centre mid, the eight, needs to be a marquee signing, and the striker needs to be a marquee signing because we we've obviously lost Aubameyang, um, and we're realistically going into next season, we've only got like a Zet. I don't well, f- well, at the moment we've got no strikers. No, I know, but like, well, well, you've been you've been relatively lucky with injuries this season. Let's say next season, right? Gabriel's out for two months. Then, oh god, you find out Tommy Asu's out for a month. We've got uh, Saliba come back there. But who who knows what's going to happen with Saliba? Is he going to no, chill I, and, and happy happy to just sit, like, sit as third so. choice for no, Arsenal? No, his in his That's last That's in his last um, interview, you, you said that you, he desperately wants to um, come back and, and prove. Oh, I get that, but there, there's no breaking up that Gabriel <laughs> no, White partnership. Well, yeah, but like, if you're playing Champions League, you're playing 50 games a season. Like, if you if you go far, obviously, but you're playing. Well, that's that's uh, my point about strengthening uh, yeah, well, strengthening the numbers in the squad. But that's why, like, I don't see us getting rid of Rob Holding, especially because Arteta loves loves him. So having options, like for example, Man City have for centre backs Liverpool have four centre backs having those kind of options obviously they're all yeah, really Rob young Holden, Rob Holden can stay as a fourth choice I don't care yeah like so having Saliba Gabriel and, and White I think I'm just talking about White well. yeah Gareth Gareth I'm warning you I'll go St George Park <laughs> don't you yeah, dare him, him don't you no. White, White and Tamori if they're not in the next English squad because you're we're talking no. about Tamori who's uh, yeah, one of the first names on that Milan team sheet, top of Serie A. Started, I know, I know, yeah, yeah, started yeah. every Champions League group game for Milan. Well, I do know he's good Italian, though. He could have been saying, oh, I don't know. No, it sounded good to me. I don't sounded good to me, to be fair. It sounded, you don't speak Italian, though, do you? How do you know? Have you asked me? Exactly. Have you asked me? Well, I know you don't speak Italian. Do you have an Italian passport? Because I know you, you fool. What do you mean? Do you have an Italian passport? No, why? Why do I have an Italian passport? They're sharp then. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. well, I have to have an Italian passport. What are you, the done. Italian police? What, does Tamori have an Italian passport? Are you a translator? Are you an interpreter? I guarantee what he was saying was, no, I don't know, man just want to go home in it, leave me alone. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. No, it sounded good. But yeah, Gareth, uh, that's my Gareth. official warning. That's my official warning. Gareth. Because watching Ben White, especially when you watch him in person, he looks so much better as well, like, Okay, and just a big test for him tomorrow. And I, I don't say that as a, yeah, like yeah. a joke. It is actually a big test for him tomorrow. Um, like at right. the end of the game, he empties the pockets and he sees keys, wallet, Jota. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of that guy. Anyway, we still there's still one more game and we're, we're faffing about here. Uh, oh, yeah, Man, Man City versus Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah. Mark was over the moon. I bet he, he, he watched that on the edge of his seat. Do you know what the crazy thing was? I don't know if who, anyone watched this yeah, live and I watched the full thing all the way through. The, one of the last kicks of the game. Palace had the chance to yeah. win that. Yeah. Pa- Listen, first of all, just to clarify, City had by far more chances, really good chances, but there were three or four chances for Palace in that game. Mm-hmm. They could have stuck any any one of those chances. Is there away. a bit more? Yeah, composed? Edward cut in. I don't know why he should have shot the yeah. first time. First I time. thought that exactly and when I watched it. If he was, it. if he, if he didn't want to shoot first time, he should have gone outside. I know you got mm-hmm. Carl Walker, but but Palace. 
Two clean sheets against City this season. Mm. Four Only points. Team to do it. And that's including three points at the Etihad. Yeah. One point at Selhurst Park. I mean, job done for Palace I know, in that I know respect. We give, I know we give a lot of credit to the likes of Gallagher and Olise, but a lot of people are forgetting how good of a player Zaha is, man. Yeah. Like certain times he was mm. getting the ball and uh, like relieving his defenders of pressure, carrying the ball upfield. Mm. I do think, <laughs> and it's obviously not his fault, but he gets fouled way too much. Yeah, he does. And there must be a reason from his point of view because I don't think there's anyone in the history of football who's been fouled in the last I mean, Jack Grealish. Jack like, but he makes Jack Grealish look like the strongest player I, in the world the way he drops to the I ground. Do, I, do, like, I do think um, Zaha needs to... I really think his decision-making has to improve yeah. a yeah, couple of levels. There are certain moments when he shot that he shouldn't have shot, yeah. passed when he shouldn't have passed and should have mm, taken a shot. There's su- I think he's such a quality player, but at the top level, if you're... If your brain can't move in, that's in probably milliseconds, why it hasn't got moved then. Yeah. Well, we got the move. You, you did get the move. Yeah, when it was really young. I, mean, I know, I guess but that's why it didn't work out. Maybe. But Lots he, of players have got the move he, when they were he, young, and it worked. He is like 28, 29 now. So like, yeah, to, to weed that out. Of I just game think, is, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, it's just for me. That's the one criticism I have of his game is is that decision making. Um, and I got to give a lot of credit to um, Conor Gallagher because in the ninety fifth minute him. he's pressing Edison. And, and he's still got a lot of energy. <laughs> I'm just like, he must be, he must, after, I, honestly, when he goes into the change room, he must stink, bruv. The amount of much, he, them, he must well, how like, is that the first thing he you must have of? like, bare B.O., bruv. He just, he runs so much, like for 90 you minutes. You are a kinky guy, bruv. Abdi's still, let me also, have a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> he must, and also, he must, um, no, he's kissing, he's he kissing to, Barry, man. He has, regardless of what happened with Chelsea, I think he's earned his way at least to get a shot back in the team with Chelsea. Yeah, of course. Cool. No, it, it got yeah, to the, it got to the point yesterday where I actually thought, and this is probably when he was pressing Edison in the 95th. And it's not just because of the press. He's quality in so many aspects. I actually thought to myself, please, Chelsea, make another mistake with a player. Let him go. Please, and please. let him go. Yeah, because yeah. he's a top, top player, man. Yeah. But Chelsea, And he should be yeah. playing week in, week and you, out. And you notice about like Chelsea, the amount of time they chop and change they're all of the players behind the striker. Well, even the striker as well. So I don't see why he can't get a couple games in. Yeah, but know, right now a, pl- a player like him, especially like yeah, having exposure like for West mm. uh, with West Brom and Crystal Palace playing every single week. Like Yeah, much better oh. for him in this way. Playing I it wouldn't surprise me if he started every single one of Palace's games because he's always fit, he's robust, he's reliable. I think anyone out of the top six, I'm not like let's discount the top six for a moment. Any team would take him. Oh yeah. And and, and be a, a genuine starter. Yep. A genuine start in all of those teams. But the point is, if you've gone on loan to a team outside of the top six, why would you not want to think, from a team that is in the top six, yeah. why would you not think, oh, and I, he's done very well. Like He's exceeded everyone's expectations. Everyone's a good player, but I don't think yeah. he's going to be this good for Palace. So why would you not feel like you deserve a shot at the top club? No, you, no I, 100%. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying it's is... It's like Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott went way lower than his ability and he smashed it up in the championship. He's come back... And he was in the team before he broke his leg, innit? Yeah, so mm-hmm. you've got to be rewarded is, for the, the way you play. But the difference is Liverpool give opportunities to young players. Chelsea rarely do. Well, Chelsea have been recently yeah. after their their hands were forced. But uh, forced, Liv- yeah. Liv- oh, I wouldn't say Liverpool give that many opportunities to young players. I mean, Trent, uh, since Klopp, yes. Yeah. But before Klopp, not really. But we're talk- So you're talking six, Yeah, but then years. even then, like... With but Liverpool, I, don't, I don't think Junior was referring to a decade ago. When no, he no, said no, that I'm we give talking- young players charge, you don't have to nitpick at everything because we actually do right now we're one of the clubs in the league who give young players the most chances I know your starting 11 is full of young players no I mean just from your academy though that's, what I'm, that's the point I'm making because yeah. well, there's only well, two really well you've got Trent Curtis Jones, Jones. you've got, you got Trent 
Um, but in terms of we've, we've given players like Tyler Morton big games in the Champions League away at the San Siro you look at our League Cup games the first three of them were academy players Kelleher League Cup final every Matt single Phillips. League Cup oh, game wait no, we've got he was forced into playing last yeah, season um, we, we give more opportunities to young players more than most clubs in the league by we far don't. there was we the winger don't. that started against us as well what's his name um, what in the in the Carabao Cup uh, the semi-final. Which leg? Or maybe the second leg. Oh, yeah. I think he. I think he played in the FA Cup. Oh, not against us. No, the no. He. I. I was there. I saw him. But listen, debuts. This, listen, debuts. Just just this season. Owen Beck at left back. Tyler Morton in centre mid. Connor Bradley at right back. This is all debuts. Just this season. And just because you don't see it, because it happens. In, we give so many opportunities. The winger out. as well. That's cool. And Harvey Blair made like his debut. I don't know if that's who you're they referring just sound to. Like Cade Gordon. Gordon. Cade Gordon. This one. Gordon. Um. Yeah. Just, that's cool and everything, but they sound like members of One Direction. Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we've gone over this. Let's quickly do Man of the Week. Uh, Technically, what? I was last last week. Yeah, I was going to say so. But what? I think I, I'm going to. I'm actually going to. I'm going to go back to my usual thing. Um, so it's going to someone in red. I can't Luis not Diaz. give it to Luis Diaz. Ah, yeah, knew it, knew it, knew it, knew um, it. That is for getting the opening Shock. goal. Opening goal is always so important in the Premier League. Um, Putting literally putting his head on the line to get it, and just in general for his exciting performances. Tanya, Ronaldo has to be the goat. Cristiano Ronaldo for his hat trick played brilliantly against us here. Ronaldo, I'm going to give it to someone in red. I'm going with Luis Diaz for his. I'm rejecting that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I go Odegaard. Oh, Odegaard. Odegaard was amazing. So yeah. So I'll give mine to oh. Gelhart. Gelhart. Gelhart? Yeah, Gelhart. His whole, his whole one minute and 30 second performance. Listen, <laughs> bag the three points. You gotta be there to score the goal. Exactly. Oh, Leeds fans help uh, me out. Well, Ted Lasso could have scored that. Ted, so. No, well, it wasn't just the goal. He won the header, flicked it onto exactly. Rafinha, mm-hmm. beat big boy centre back. We're talking about 18, 19 year old. I don't know how old he is. Uh, well, given play of the season, then we were waiting for. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, like that's definitely where I was going to. With Why that are you one. like this? Anyway, catch us on the next exciting episode of We'll Talk About That Later. Woo! Sports Social Podcast Network.